where we just had a power outage right as the show was starting. So yeah. everybody welcome in. <laughs> Maybe that's apropos today as we uh, are early uh, because of all the breaking news today. So uh, a lot going on very clearly. Uh, unbelievable that the one day we start early, we have a power glitch. How we, is should we enter the show with our standard music? Sure. This is the Monty Show, go. the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions <laughs> about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, the Monty Show. Yes, we are actually alive and it's working. Presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. We tell you every day on the show that The Advocates, you never charge you. You never reach into your pocket to, to work with The Advocates, who are, in fact, the best injury attorneys in the business. Did you get hurt at work today? Did your loved ones, did your friends, did your family have an accident? You always got to have a plan, and that plan should always be The Advocates where you can chat with an attorney with an attorney free live online 24/7 at theadvocates.com utahadvocates.com uh, an incredible day of news an absolutely incredible day of news i don't know that college sports has ever seen this i don't know that sports in this country on any level has ever seen what happened today in the world of college football where we watch the death of a conference come to realization right in front of our eyes as this morning we find out what I think we all know has been coming, and that is that the Pac-12 has no road to a grant of rights. It's over. And it's over because it's all self-inflicted. It never had to happen. If we're being completely honest, if we are truth-telling about the Pac-12, and I open the show and I say it this way pretty much every single day. This never had to happen. It's 100% self-inflicted between arrogance, between just absolute incompetence, the inability to communicate, the inability to operate, and it played out chapter and verse. It started last night in what was one of the wildest scenes, Jake, that I think we've seen in some time where we had an Arizona Board of Regents meeting go absolutely sideways. We're going to have full details for you on that in just a moment, but certainly the news of the day. The Big Ten will add Oregon and Washington to move to 18 schools in the conference. This was absolutely a no-brainer. This was, I think, by some accounts, and really I was one of those who said it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah. This is the right move for the Big Ten. But the process by which Washington got to the point this morning where they decided to join the Big Ten, it was a harrowing 12 hours. And one of the storylines in this conference, I think, has been the financial, I, I don't know, emergencies that seem to overwhelm institutions on a monthly basis in the Pac-12. Washington was no different. We found out today that Washington really had no choice but to take the money that the Big Ten was offering because it has significant debt loads scheduled to impact the university in 2025 and 2026. 
It could not take the chance on an Apple deal that was only 50% guaranteed cash on a yearly basis. It just goes to show you our reporting on this show, which I am proud to say has been spot on on college football realignment. Our reporting has indicated that this conference has been saddled with debt and poor financial decision-making since the earliest days of expansion about, what, 12 years ago now. Mm -hmm. And certainly we've talked about Washington State, Cal, UCLA. Add Washington to that list of schools we now know was cash-strapped and had to make decisions based on what they had to do instead of what they wanted to do. Because, again, I think our reporting's been really solid on the fact that nobody in this conference wanted to leave, was excited to leave the conference, but they would leave because they had no other choice. Oregon and Washington had no other choice. Colorado had no other choice because they were in financial situations that just were untenable. And, Jake, again, I just say it never had to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Pac-12 situation is is obviously mostly self-inflicted, but at the same time, I think that you know we're we're in a situation with this conference where you know they've done real real damage to their reputations as schools, in my opinion, too. I mean, uh, you know, we're going to talk all about this, you know, this situation with Arizona State today. We're going to talk all about how how Brett Yormark and Tony Petiti are in high leverage situations, and you know, it, it really speaks of hey, the Pac-12 has not really been uh, in control. Um, for quite some time. I mean, we can even go to the big picture, just yes. in the Power Five. The, the Pac-12 has not really had any sense of leverage or control or power for quite some time now. So, so the point that I've been making as this conversation is heated up is that ultimately as a conference, you have to serve your member institutions at a high level just as they have to serve you at a high level. So... If you're Nebraska in the Big Ten, you probably don't hold a lot of water in that conference because you're not doing a whole lot in that conference. That's right. But just the same way that that Nebraska doesn't hold a lot of conference in the Big Ten, uh, a lot of water in the Big Ten, you know, Oregon holds a ton of power in what was the Pac-12 because the conference itself doesn't give you a lot of value. So the while the TV deal has kind of been that that juggernaut of a conversation the last probably you know, 90 days or so, I would say, leading up to to what I would call the final day today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this conversation is so deep because you have so many, um, you know, if the Pac-12 TV deal is the trunk of the tree, the branches are, hey, Kirk Schultz at Washington State, you know, Michael Crow at ASU, hey, what's going on at Oregon and Washington? Like, you have all these stories. And, and I think today what really stands out to me is that, is that a lot of these schools were just sort of along for the ride. Yes. I, I mean, ultimately, when we look at this, were, or, was Oregon and Phil Knight not ultimately the one that decided, hey, you know, we are, this is the final nail in the coffin. Enough, enough is enough. Enough enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, <coughs> excuse me, that's where Oregon got to. I think you look at this this situation with the finances in this this conference, and then you take yourself to what happened at the Arizona Board of Regents meeting last night. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, last night, it, it, you know, here it was a, an absolute onslaught of, of lightning and thunder and rain. I was in bed early last night. I was in bed at 10 o'clock 
And I'm, I'm like just flipping through my phone, reading emails from t- yesterday, and I got a call from a blocked number. And it was a source of mine at the Arizona Board of Regents who was just going off about what had just taken place mm-hmm. in their meeting. And this source told me directly that Michael Crow, and, and I want to be very careful about the adjectives that were used about his actions last night. But I think the, the best way to describe what I was told was Michael Crow completely flipped 180 degrees. He essentially had agreed with Arizona and Utah that the three would leave the conference and last night's meeting was simply a formality ahead of what would be a public Arizona Board of Regents meeting to seal the deal. First up, Arizona, Bobby Robbins says, yep, we're leaving. Here's why. Here's what we think should happen, which I'm told was we should move together. Arizona and Arizona State, like everything's Mm -hmm. great. Okay, cool. And then Michael Crow began speaking, took the floor in this meeting, and it was a virtual meeting. So he's speaking, and then he just started making a turn. And he started going on about the Pac-12 grant of rights that was going to be voted on the next morning, tomorrow morning, which is this morning. And he said, I, I, you know what? We're, I, I think we should just wait. We, you know what? We need to be careful here. We need to... And he just stopped the process dead in its tracks. And there was an absolute shock that took over the meeting. I was told that there was confusion. Several people asked him if he was okay. Several people said, hey, this is not the agreement we talked about. Like, it was absolute bedlam. Mm -hmm. And Michael Crow refused to agree to go to the Big 12. He refused to do anything but get to the meeting in the morning and vote on the grant of rights. The meeting was ended in frustration. Bobby Robbins let everybody know, we're going to the Big 12. It's over for us. The decision's been made. We're moving on. The meeting ended. And when that meeting ended, it threw not Arizona State as much, but it threw Utah into real peril in this situation. Because Bobby Robbins immediately from our sourcing informed the Big 12, it's a done deal. We'd like to join the conference. The Big 12 is going to formally invite Arizona. They were voted in unanimously, and I'm told that had Arizona State gone along with the process, Utah would have fallen in line, and today there would have been an announcement, essentially, at the end of the day, based on processes at Arizona State and at Utah, they would have hoped to have done it by the end of business today. But there would have been an announcement essentially saying, hey, we're adding these three teams to the conference. But because of what Arizona State did last night, our sources told us Michael Crow was defiant and said, we are going to wait for this vote on the grants of rights. And that's all he would talk about. Of course, we now know there was no vote on the grant of rights this morning. Our sources, sources told us. And this is where shit got really crazy. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. This morning, I could not believe. Like, I'm making phone calls. We're playing around at golf where you guys... Your boy shot a 69. Let's go, baby. Your boy shot a 69. Let's go. Even with a, even with a, a, a three over six on the opening par three this morning, your boy shot a 69. I'm a so man. I'm going through my first round ever in the 60s, and I'm exchanging text messages and taking phone calls, and I'm seeing all this these national reporters saying, 
Like Pete Thamel at one point reported there was momentum to a grant of rights being done. Bro, what are you talking about, man? And I and it, I paused for a minute and I said, "Am it like am I just getting lied to?" Yeah, I, I, my first reaction what? was, "Was hold on a second, how, how did we go from?" And again, I want to make it clear, I don't, you know, for us, like the Pac-12 dying isn't necessarily good or bad. It just is what it is, right? I mean, that's just the situation. And so my reaction was, "Hold on a second, how did we go from?" Oregon, Washington, ASU, Arizona, and Utah on the exit ramp to the Big 12 and the Big 10, obviously. How how did we go from that to a nationally respected reporter on college football, right? I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Pete Thamel saying, hey, yeah, there's optimism the grant of rights is going to get done after all. What do you mean? Uh, So, wait, did George just roll out to ESPN and, and, and get a... $200, $300 $200, $300 million contract done? Like, how? That like So when I saw that, I was like, dude, we must just be in silly season, which is like two hours this morning. It was shocking. And I actually reached back out to a couple people I'd spoken to, and I said, wait, what? And they said, I, I, I like, I told them what Pete Thamel said, and my sources said, that's completely wrong. There is no momentum. In fact, one one source confirmed exactly what another source said. We know there are two schools who will approve the grant of rights this morning. Washington State and Arizona State (laughs) are the only two universities of the nine remaining schools because Oregon and Washington were still on the fence. And the craziness continued. And I I think this is out there. Excuse my voice. I think this is out there. I could be wrong. In the middle of the presentation of the grant of rights, sources have told me that Oregon said, hey, I need to let you, we need a a minute to make a statement. And Oregon announced in that grant of rights meeting, we're withdrawing from the conference. We intend to accept an invitation that we believe will be extended today to join the Big Ten. Washington concurred at that moment. And that's when the Pac-12 died. And immediately, immediately, it put Mike, Michael Crow is public enemy number one. Because that stunt, and that's my opinion, I think it was a stunt. I think it was his, Michael Crow at Arizona State, the president. I think it was his last-ditch effort to save anything that could possibly be left of the Pac-12. And to tell you, Where this conference is now, Washington State has issued a statement in the last 20 minutes from Kirk Schultz and Pat Chun, the athletic director, where they said, we are disappointed with the recent decision by by some of our Pac-12 peers, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, and Colorado. While we had hoped that our membership would remain together, This outcome was always a possibility. And we have been working diligently to determine what is next for Washington State Athletics. We are prepared for numerous scenarios, including our current situation. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means, dude. With the exceptional student-athletes, a strong Cougar tradition, Washington or BYU, which one were you referring to? 
and incredible support from our fans, donors, and alumni, we will chart the best path forward. It's over in the Pac-12. Yeah. It's over. And, uh, you know, our sources for weeks have told us, and I think we reported Tuesday was the first time we had heard it, that the Pac-12 and Mountain West have had conversations about a potential merger should this outcome you know, come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And now that it has, I would assume that the remnants of the Pac-12, which at this point from my conversations, I believe will be Oregon State and Washington State. I believe Stanford and Cal. I think Stanford, there's a real movement for them to go independent, and I just don't understand it. But I think you're looking at, I think you're looking at Oregon State, Washington State, and Cal joining the Mountain West. I think, obviously, you're looking at Washington and Oregon going to the Big Ten. And I still believe at this hour, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah will join Colorado in the Big 12. Yeah, That's what I've heard is going to happen over this weekend. I would assume that it will get done this weekend and that the future of college football will forever be changed by the events that took place in the Pac-12 over the last seven to 10 days. It's a remarkable time to be alive. Yeah, and I just I, I just think that it's a it's a lesson to to other conferences around. I mean, again, there's there's a lot of there's a whole other conversation on what's going on with Florida State and the ACC. But I, but I think if you're in the ACC and you're watching what's happening in the Pac-12, I, I would be very wary of of aggressively aggressively trying to break your grant of rights and trying to get out into a new situation because you never know what can take place. You never know what wild cards or X factors can pop up because, again, I just think that that the arrogance going all the way back to this conference in Larry Scott passing on Texas and Oklahoma, uh, the arrogance of this conference to, to not merge with the Big 12 in totality, mm. right? Like, we've seen opportunity after opportunity pass by, and yet now here we are inevitably – and 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 I would like to extend one to all the haters out there who have said that we have we don't know what we're talking about because today's the day where we get to say we do in fact know what the hell we're talking about and and I do think that that these schools are way better off and and we do need to have a conversation about revenue and what they're looking at in their new conferences but I think definitively we can say that the the future of these uh, six schools if you include Colorado. Uh, are much brighter than they would have been in the Pac-12. Yeah, I think, I think, I think there's a real question, and I think the Big 12 has taken a pause with Arizona State, and I can tell you that people I've spoken to have told me that if they don't add Arizona State, they will stay at 14. There is not. Well, hey, we'll just move on to Oregon State. That's not going to happen. They are either going to go to 16 or they're going to stay at 14. And if they stay at 14, I, I, Arizona, is, Arizona State is wholly at fault for this. And if you look at Utah's situation, somehow Utah finds themselves in a very, very undesirable predicament, situation, position. circumstance, position, because they are just twisting in the wind here now. But I, but I think that's that's the conversation though that I, that I hope that the Utah folks who listen to this show, you know, take notice of. Like at some point, 
you have to get aggressive. At some point, the loyalty to, you know, low revenue and bad conference leadership and, you know, just just the loyalty to all the things that should have been red flags to you and your team, uh, you know, is now coming back to get you because, again, you're not in a control position, right? You're, you're not, you don't decide your fate here ultimately. Like, like you're, you, I don't want to see a statement like we got out of Washington State today out of Utah. I don't want to see we're going to chart the best path forward. We have excellent student athletes. Utah is amazing. Well, that's all fine and dandy. But you're not amazing if you're getting, what, 8 to $10 million a year in the Mountain West in a revamped TV deal? You're not amazing. And the, the sad thing here is that Utah should be in the Big 12. It, we shouldn't be sitting here being like, well, does, does and, and, and I'm happy to say, does this guy over here, Michael Crow, who seemingly doesn't appreciate a good opportunity, a, a life raft in front of him, does this guy, How does Utah deserve to have this guy deciding whether they get into the Big 12 or not? That, to me, is the crying shame here. But I, I, I also think that blind loyalty is not loyalty at all. It's stupidity. Being blindly loyal, as Michael Crow has... Is stupid. It's it's not it's not savvy. It's not a plan. It's it's absolutely positively a foolish foolish path to take. And ultimately, when Utah told the Big Twelve, because again, I want to go back to what our sources have reported, because I think this is really critical. There's been all this nonsense in some accounts in some major national well respected. College football voices reporting that Utah told the, the Big 12 that they were not interested in joining the conference. That is completely false. The moment, and, I, and this is a really important thing to, to remember, the moment that the Colorado news became public, Utah changed their tone. That's what our sources told us. Utah has, but at no time, shown disrespect to the Big 12. They've had extensive conversations dating back to months and months ago where Utah told the Big 12, our biggest concern is if we leave the Pac-12 as it sits now, we will lose significant educational and research funding that is far greater than any amount of money we will make in athletics. That is a legitimate concern. The moment that Colorado made their decision, it became clear. And what our sources have told us about Utah, they knew they had to change. They knew that change was arriving and they needed to react to it ahead of time. And they did. And they, at that point, engaged with Arizona and Arizona State. Arizona State was always hesitant. Bobby Robbins was never hesitant in Arizona. He was, and I'll give Bobby a lot of credit, as much patience as he preached, when Bobby was ready to hit the gas, he hit the gas and he never removed his foot. Mm -hmm. He never lifted. And he told Arizona point blank, we're going with or without you, but we want you to go with us. My sources were unequivocal about that. Bobby Robbins supported Arizona State going to the Big 12 because he knows that's what's best for education and athletics in the state of Arizona. Let's remember, let history tell the truth for one time. Michael Crow, if Arizona State does not go to the Big 12, if 
Utah does not go to the Big 12 this weekend. Michael Crow, that's your fucking fault. That is your responsibility. You did that. That is 100% on you. Because history needs to be accurate in these situations. So let's not try to hang a, a, uh, an anchor around the Utes' neck and say that the University of Utah was somehow hesitant or looked down the nose at the Big 12. That is just simply not true. That is not true. When time came to move, the University of Utah was ready to move. The problem is it was probably too late because they had hitched their wagon to Arizona State, which is never a good thing to be tied, tying your prosperity as an athletic department to Ray Anderson and Michael Crow. That's yeah. always bad for business. Yeah. But let's stop slandering Utah by saying that somehow Utah has always been hesitant or in the last 24 hours when all of this hit the fan that the Utes are the they weren't the ones. Michael Crow, president in Arizona State, 100% responsible that there's not a three-school announcement moving the Big 12 to 16 teams. Because tomorrow, when Arizona is announced, Arizona State won't be announced with them, I don't believe. And by extension, Utah will not be announced with them. And that's a tragedy. Yeah. That is a, that's a tragedy that simply did not have to happen. Yeah, no, didn't, I, I didn't mean, have to happen. No, you're exactly right. Couldn't have said it better myself. And and again, I think that, you know, it, it, it just shines a light on, hey, dude, you better win on the football field. You better win on the PL sheet, and you better take control when can when control opportunities are given to you. Because again, this is what can happen. There is no reason for this conference to be coming apart. There really is not. All right, let's get your comments in here. I see everybody uh, that is uh, wanting to have a say. You guys, you're amazing. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting our partners. Um, as we always tell you at this time of the show, our, our entire interaction, our comment section is always brought to you by our good friends at Bucked Up. Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Every day at this time, we pop open a, a, a buckshot from uh, Bucked Up Energy, 200 milligrams of caffeine, great neurotropics that help your brain get a lift, really good, really quality ingredients. There's no sugar in these. There's no crash with these. You just feel better. You just execute better. So here's this Bucks shots for you, Michael Crow. <laughs> I love the watermelon. I'm a watermelon so guy. Good. I am a watermelon guy. Get your free samples of Buckshot in the description below right now. And I'll tell you guys, I have it sitting here every day. My favorite flavor of my only energy drink, Bucked Up Energy, uh, is Miami. I love it. Absolutely. Um, you should too. Get online. Order it. BuckedUp.com. Promo code Monty to get 20% off. And I see everybody DMing me. Um, if you'd like to comment on the show today, please comment on the show. We do not read DMs as comments uh, on the show because so many people tune in and do that. Um, by the way, a lot of people are asking about um, the money in the Big Ten. I'll get to that in a minute. After you hit the like button, uh, we've had 7,000 people watch the show. We only have 300 likes. We try to get to 1,000 likes every day on the show. Please hit the like button. Give us a thumbs up. You guys, we are... 13 subscribers away on. on this channel from 22,000. Come on. Let's I get it done it. right now. Let's get it done right now. 
Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Let's get this thing done. Let's get to uh, 22,000 today. That would be phenomenal. We appreciate all your support on the show. So hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And without further ado, first comment in today, Car Wash Channel. He's been a member of this show for three months. Car Wash Channel, we appreciate you. So it's official. Arizona and Arizona State going to the uh, Big 12 and Utah going to the Big 12 in 2024. Uh, No, that is not official. Not that I've seen and not that I've been told. Uh, I have been told that it is up in the air and will be decided by the weekend uh, with the fate of Arizona State and Utah. Yeah. And I... I just don't think that Arizona State has another avenue at this point. And I'm not convinced. I've had some interesting phone calls today and really just conversations that make me feel I am not convinced that Arizona State easily gets in. I'm not convinced. I think that I think there's going to be some explaining to do because Arizona State's the one that looks like they don't desire a spot in the Big 12 now. Yeah. So now you're going to go hat in hand asking for for help to Brett Yormark and his crew. If you're Brett Yormark, why do you add Arizona State? I have no idea. Right? They haven't shown good leadership, haven't shown good management, uh, haven't shown, like you just said, a desire to be in the conference. Like, you know, well, I... I I just don't understand it. I, I, and, and furthermore, it, it makes me, and, and you know, this probably is not happening, but it makes me wonder, like, if you're Oregon State, are you not calling Brett and saying, hey, dude, like, we really would love to be in the Big 12, and re- we really feel like we have a strong value proposition to your conference. Like, we really feel like we'd be a great fit. Like, are you not making that call and, and, and you know, for lack of a better word, kind of begging your way into the Big 12? I know that last weekend, Scott Barnes, the athletic director, I was told, now, I've, I've reached out to Scott Barnes and not gotten a comment very clearly, but I was told that Scott Barnes, in fact, reached out to both the Big Ten and the Big 12 multiple times um, trying to, to gain entry because unless your head is in the sand, you've known for two weeks now, especially if you're a viewer of the Monty Show, you've known for two weeks now the Pac-12 was dead, it was over. Mm-hmm. We've told you that. The Thursday before Pac-12 Football Media Day, two weeks ago yesterday, we told you it was over, that this conference was dead. Colorado was leaving. If you go to the the Friday of Pac-12 Football Media Day, two weeks ago today, we told you the Pac-12 is dead. It's over. There is no deal. There were no numbers. There were no numbers put forward. Do you really think if we know that, are you telling me that the other nine members of the conference didn't know that? They know. They knew. They had two of nine votes. Yeah. And in the middle of the description of the grant of rights, Oregon dropped a bombshell and said, we're leaving. It ended the conversation because there's nothing to talk about. There is no grant of rights. So, yeah, I I just don't know how. I don't know how Arizona State thinks that they can just walk in and dictate anything. Yeah, well, and I think the problem is is that Arizona State is that guy, right? Where yeah. where you think you walk into a room and you and everyone's like, oh, oh, it's Michael Crow and Ray Anderson. Oh, my God. No, in fact, it's the opposite. Oh, great. Arizona State's here. Michael Crow's here. Awesome. Right? Like, that's that's the feeling. And and I'm telling you, it's only that way because of, of like you said, stunts yesterday. 
things like that 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 bring more uncertainty to conversations. Why is it? I, I would love to ask Michael Crow myself. Why is it so difficult for you to say George Klyavkov is not a good fit as a commissioner of a college football conference? I don't know. Why is that so hard? Why is it so hard to say, hey, yeah, you know, you know, unfortunately, that Apple deal, it's just not a good fit for for our business setup. You know, having having a, 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 a CPA kind of deal, cost per acquisition, like having a having a a, a deal where we got to sell to get paid is not a good fit for what we do. Why is that so not hard to say? Whose feelings are you hurting? And, and I, I do, I'm not prepared to say who it is because I'm not particularly confident in what I've heard, but I do know that Brett Yormark and his expansion team are talking to other universities. I, I just don't think that they'll go past 16 if it's not a Pac-12 member I, or past 14 if they don't get Pac-12 membership. And I think the only two that they covet are Arizona State and and Utah, and I think they only coveted Arizona State because they thought they'd have to have them to get Arizona. Yeah. And I think Arizona, I think Arizona's the one, but I know factually that the Big 12 would really like to add Utah, but they are not going to go to 15. It's got to be 16 or 14. And I, I think that they realize flexibility in this era of college football and, and really, college conference realignment is critical. Yes. I think they know that if they stay at 14, it's it can't be a bad move. But much like the, the Big Ten, because Thursday the Big Ten really said, yeah, we're not going to 20, and yeah, we, you know, maybe we should just stick and stay at 16. And I think conversations, I give Oregon a lot of credit because I think, I think Oregon's the only reason that this Big Ten expansion happened. Washington really wanted nothing to do with it until Anna Marie Cosse really was forced to look at the math and the, the economics of her financial situation. I don't think that she would have jumped to the Big Ten, which is ludicrous to me. And I think the Big Ten on the other end of this said, hey, this is Oregon and Washington we're talking about. We have a chance to add two of the premier universities on the West Coast to our conference. We have a chance to build a very significant donor bridge on the West Coast. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. And I think they got clarity. I think Oregon was all in from the beginning of this whole thing. And I think Washington was not. And I think this morning, once that grant of rights, and, and there's some question about Who's the one that walked into Anna Marie Cosse's neck or office and put a gun to her neck and said, you're going to do this because here's the math that says you're dead in two years when your debt load comes down on you. Somebody did that because she was not, from what I understand, Anna Marie Cosse was not excited to make this move today. How? I don't know. But somebody got to her, somebody... That This is one of those situations where somebody rang her phone and said, look, girl, do you fully understand your situation? Do you understand the severity of the situation that you're in? I don't know who that was, but somebody shined a light in her face and she changed her mind. And the moment she changed her mind was the moment that college football changed forever. And college athletics really changed forever. I know this is a move for football without question. Right. 
But college athletics changed forever the moment that Anna Marie Cosse, somebody hit the switch on that person. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the moment where this realignment stuff changed because I, we had heard very clearly that they're just they, she just was not going to do it. She had changed her mind. She wasn't going to do it. It speaks volumes that she would not want to go to the Big Ten. It's incredible. But these, and I, I'm trying matter. not to pile it, on like, these people. These are old heads. Well, these are people. And I don't know Anna Marie Cosse. I've never dealt with her. <laughs> we called her office one day. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> Here's a Washington University buddy, story for you. Buddy. While I tell this story, hit the like button if you have not, please. So we were trying to figure out who was on what side of the streaming conversation. Who was in and who is out. We called her office directly. She, uh, she didn't hang up on us. She said, I can't talk and hung up. So I sent her an email. And one of her dudes called us back off oh, that no. email. Oh, my. And just went bananas. It became personal with me. But And we talked about this. We didn't name names at that point, but now, why mm. wouldn't I? Who called us back and went bananas on us. This was six months ago yeah, now? Yeah, probably about that time, yeah. How dare you? F-bomb this and F-bomb that and UMF bombs. Who the F do you think you are? And... Like just yeah. going ham. Yeah. And I simply said to the guy, well, you know, you guys didn't reply to our emails. So I yeah, have that little thing called an email. I have her direct phone number. We called and <laughs> we emailed her. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable the way that went down. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we are now over 22,000 subscribers. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> 22,082. Thank you. If you are not a subscriber to the channel, it's free. Please hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate that. Need to shout out a couple of people um, because a lot of you are giving uh, free memberships on the show today. A uh, couple of shout outs for Eric C., who's been a member on the show for four months. Jacob DeLambo, who's been a member for four months. Thank you. Aaron Wilson gifted a membership today. Billy G. gifted a membership today. Marlon Shaw gifted 10 memberships today. Let's go. Let's go baby. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, how about the old gold and blue joining the program as a member? Let's, Let's go. go. Appreciate you. Brandon Butler just gifted 10 memberships. Break this drop, bro. Wear Let's it out. Let's go. Wear it out. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you so much for that. Uh, 513 Art Dog gives us $2 to say, hit the thumbs up, y'all, if you haven't. Yes. I want it. DeLambo, what's up with you? Big 12 Holy War Showroom. Well, well, it's not done yet, dude. I just... I. It's not done. It will be one of the great travesties of sports in our time if Utah doesn't wind up in the Big 12. And I, I'm telling you right now, it's up in the air. I think it's going to happen. I'm not ready to say it's done. 
but it will be a it will be a huge travesty of justice if Utah doesn't wind up in the Big 12 and and frankly at this point if if I'm Brett Yormark I'm probably adding Oregon State and Utah yeah, well, that's and I my am question. leaving Arizona State out of the mix, right? Like, so Brett's always been this savvy guy, always understanding all your options, always understanding, hey, you know, what what happens if we go left instead of right, or right instead of left? What what happens if we do this instead of that? Always understanding, hey, you know, one plus one equals two, no matter how you slice it here, right? Like, that's what this guy, it, that's his calling card, yes. and so being that that's his calling card. I would love, I would, I would celebrate the idea of Oregon State and Utah getting into the Big 12 because, again, what has Brett said all along? And this goes back probably since he took the job. Hey, we want to monetize basketball and, and fit in the Big 12, or the Big 12 expansion is more about fit and not so much about a certain number, whether it's yes. 16, 18, 14, it's not so much about the number, but it's about the fit and the desire to be in the conference. And so this mm. this thing with Michael Crow, and and we're trying to be respectful. We're trying not to make a personal yeah. Michael Crow, but I, I, there's no other way to get around the fact that if Brett Yormark was to go Oregon State and Utah, you messed up big time. Huge. Like you 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 absolutely kneecapped your university revenue wise and. You know, Kase, you dude, Kase up at Washington is one thing. Totally get it. We'll, let, we'll we'll even let it slide. Hey, she's an old head, doesn't know math, I guess. I don't know, dude. Whatever. Who the hell cares, right? She got into the Big Ten. It is what it is. But Michael Crow is a whole different situation and scenario because they've been ridden with scandal. They are not an attractive program right now. They are not a program <sighs> where you're like, oh, man, I have to have it. John Canzano. Fuck me. This makes my head hurt. John Canzano, who we have not called out by name, we call him the great radio wizard of the Northwest. This guy has absolutely been a blight on the face of journalism over the last year. Because with, it's garbage. With all due respect to Canzano, you deserve no respect. This guy is the same guy who put George Klyovkov on his podcast in October and asked zero follow-up questions when, in our opinion... And now, as a fact, George Klyovkov made up a bunch of lies and BS about the situation with USC and UCLA. John Canzano is now spinning a, a weave of tales that says that Oregon and Washington committed antitrust violations. But, like, it's over, bro. It's over. It's over. Do you, do you understand? Do you understand just how bad it's it's guys like this? It's all of these Pac-12 talking heads that that made this happen. It wasn't the Big Twelve anons that all of the Pac-12 supporters talked about. It's guys like John Canzano who have zero credibility. Hey, John, you said the grant of rights was done six weeks ago. Where is it? You said SMU was going to join the conference and pay a $70 million entry fee. What happened to that? Who's going to hold John Canzano accountable? This is embarrassing today. Yeah. That you are now claiming 
that one source involved told me we needed we need to come up with something very quickly. It appears that Ducks and Huskies have their minds made up. There's no, but I don't believe anybody told you that. John Canzano, I believe that you are dishonest. I believe you are disingenuous in my opinion. I believe that that the things that you have written, the show that you did where George Klyovkov came on your podcast, I believed destroyed your credibility. Mm-hmm. I can't, I like that people believe this stuff. Uh, I, I just can't the, he's, he is like, if all went well, there's no, it, there isn't a, there isn't an all going well. There is no save the conference. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like, what is it in Pac-12 media members' minds that made them believe all of whoever was lying to them? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and he's taking a beating, too, uh, on, like, other reporters on Twitter and everything. Like, taking a beating, dude. And I think that, you know, it's... it. Look, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be totally transparent, right? For what? What do we have, 3,000 people watching right now? Like, like... Dude, we work our ass off to make sure that when we're going to say something, we truly believe and and we have triple, double or triple vetted what we're telling you guys. And and that's why we've been reliable. And we're willing to say when we're wrong, too, which I feel like John's not willing to do. And I've always no. maintained this. One of the best things you can do in the media is say, yeah, hey, we got it wrong. We missed on this one. That's our bad. You, you I'm, I'm happy to eat the crow sandwich, dude. But instead of doing that and just and just sucking it up for five minutes, we're gonna go down an antitrust route and we're gonna talk about how hey, if all things go what like, that's the problem in today's world. And and today is one of those days, certainly for me, but for the show in totality, where it's like, hey, dude, we've worked for a year to really bring quality coverage, and 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 I really appreciate you guys listening because I do think that. That there, as usual, when things like this happen, there are those who look like an idiot, and there are those that wind up looking credible. And I think we know what John looks like today. Yeah, I, I'm stunned by this. Like, I and I've said this a thousand times on the show. I've had John Kinsan. I've worked in radio for 25 years at major networks and in huge cities around this country. I've had Con- John Kinsano on my radio show many times. He used to be the leading voice in the Northwest when the newspaper business was a thing. I don't know who this dude is. It is shocking to me today that that people still follow this guy, believe in this guy. Like It is really, really stunning to me that this is happening. Like I just cannot believe it. I, I, yeah, anyway, I don't mean to rail about it. That, it's really frustrating to me. Uh, D Maxwell, ASU still tries to get big 12, uh, the big 12 offer. They are trying to get into the big 12 and I don't think it's dead. I truly do not think it's dead. I think that there's a chance. My sources are telling me that Arizona is, is going to get their, a public invitation tomorrow. Everybody would have liked to have done it today, but last night threw a huge wrench into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody, by the way, there's also this belief that, uh, Arizona was going to stay in the conference that Oregon and Washington hadn't left. Arizona told the Board of Regents last night, we're gone. 
And at that point, nobody knew because Washington's Board of Regents meeting didn't start until after theirs ended. Yeah. So there's this alternative theory out. Like, and again, I think John Canzano is probably the guy pushing it. Oregon and Washington are not the reason that Arizona left. Arizona left because the Apple deal was embarrassingly bad. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. And you know it's bad when it's being described to all nine members of the conference. Because, again, I don't know what people are telling you out there, but I know almost for a fact that all nine remaining members were on that conference call this morning. And they were describing the Apple deal and what the grant of rights looked like money-wise and revenue sharing. And Oregon said, hey, their president said, hey, need to step up here and make a statement. Uh, we, are, we are going to accept the, the impending invitation from the Big Ten. We are leaving the conference. At which point the call ended. And I do know they're going to try and get back together later this afternoon. But the discussion in the conference now is, should we invite Oregon and Washington and Arizona to be on that call? And the answer is, why would you do that? They're not in the conference anymore. And yet USC and UCLA are still on all the calls. I, I don't I don't get it. I, I really don't. I really don't get it. D. Maxwell says, Crow being a blackbird, absolute devil move. Devil move. Crazy. Slater gives us $2 to say Arizona State may not uh, get an offer the Big 12 waiting for the ACC. I don't think so. This... Who's paying $120 million? You're really going to get a loan at Florida State. We were talking about this earlier. Florida State's floating the idea that they're going to get a loan to buy themselves out of the grant of rights. You're so committed to leaving. I don't believe that. What, in my opinion, is a productive conference. It's not a great conference, but it's productive. You're so committed to leaving it that you're willing to go into debt to do it? That doesn't make a lot of sense. No, I, that does not make a lot of sense at all. Um, and I'll be interested to see exactly how all that turns out. But yeah, that dude, doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Dude. Come on now. Come on now. Car Wash Channel for $5. It's official. Utah, Arizona State going to the Big 12. It's not official. And if you would like, I know you keep saying that. Okay, well, tell me where you, you're seeing that. Because I am not hearing that. Matt Ritson for $5. I'm a big uh, I'm a Big 12 switch Oregon State over ASU put them in the Mountain West. Well, I Arizona State is not a business partner you want. No. Michael Crow for everything he's done for Arizona State academics and he's done a lot. He is a really good academic administrator. He has lost in ac- athletics, and he has lost because Ray Anderson's a terrible athletic director. Yeah. And you look at the work that Mark Harlan's done, again, for everybody who says, oh, Utah, screw them. Mark Harlan is not even arguably anymore. That's the guy that should have been the commissioner of the, the Pac-12. Yeah. He is the best athletic director in the Pac-12, hands down. And why is that? Because he's empowered and he executes – Every single day, Mark Harlan at Utah. He has the the leadership in place with Taylor Randall, the president, who supports him fully with funding and operations. That's exactly what you want in a partner. Yet, you have a partner at Arizona State who just blindly does what they're told. That's not being a partner. Yeah. That's not being a partner at all. 
Uh, Christopher Murphy for $5 says, as a big proponent of UConn joining the Big 12, thank you, Mr. Crow. You are now my hero. And I'm happy to talk about UConn to the Big 12 because I don't, I don't get it, you guys. I don't understand why do you want a member in UConn who doesn't essentially own their football stadium because they don't. Yeah. It's 20, 30-minute drive from campus in East Hartford, and their football team does not win, and it does not make money. And it's just not relevant. Again, it relevance, dude. Why would Brett Yormark get into business, whether it's UConn or Arizona State, with a school that's not relevant? Now, hey, Oregon State's not relevant. Okay, I don't disagree with that. But the difference is is you're a 10-win football program with good leadership on the business side. Yeah. That would be a quality uh, bottom-of-the-conference ad. And I know the Oregon State fans are probably going to be pissed I said that, but it's the truth. Oregon State is a quality bottom of your conference ad. If you're if the bottom of your conference, and I made this point at Big 12 Media Day, if the worst teams in the Big 12 can go from two wins and three wins to four wins and five wins, and and their basketball program can scratch into the round of 64 and be a one and done. That's still more money, and that's still more relevance than you would have had otherwise. So when I look at Oregon State and I look at UConn and I look at Arizona State, I'm sitting here saying, hey, what's the big difference? Power five, dude. Power five status to me is the biggest difference because I look at Oregon State and ASU, and I say, okay, you're two power five programs, and the other thing is you're in the Pacific time zone, which I also think hurts UConn's case. The Eastern time zone's already accounted for in the Big 12. Don't need another Eastern time zone team. What you do need is the Pacific time zone. And so for me, okay, you added Arizona. We're working our way out west. Now you got to find that Pacific time zone team. So if Michael Crow wants to sit here and make his bed in the Mountain West, and I'm Brett Yormark, I say more power to you. Knock yourself out. Get bamboo sheets. We're good, dude. We will leave you behind. Get bamboo yeah, sheets. Dude, get the best of the best that you can do to make your bed with in the Mountain West. We'll go and get Oregon State. We'll be in the Pacific time zone. We'll be in four time zones, and we'll be in a great place. What is it? What do you have against bamboo sheets? Nothing. They're nice. Okay. That's my point. I like bamboo sheets. That's my point. I mean, you know. Uh, hard. Nope, not doing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not falling for your games of sexual innuendo today. Uh, Patriot text for $5. So does this mean that Oregon State now has a chance at the Big 12? I hope so for their sake. They do not. I firmly believe that Arizona State and Utah are still in the process. I believe that they will be added. I think it's just a matter of uh, vetting this process out. I do not believe that that Oregon State has a chance, I, I, which unfortunately, because I think Oregon State's a better ad than Arizona State. I, I'm sorry, Arizona State. Like, I, I just I, you're so incompetent. Michael Crow and Ray Anderson are so incompetent. Yeah, but I think they're going to get in because their the perceptions reality and the perception of Arizona State is they're a brand, and I think that again. The Pac-12 not having national distribution means the perception of Oregon State is, is, is wrong. It's skewed. Because I'm telling you, Oregon State would be a really good ad in the Big 12. 
That's not a place you want to go and play a football game. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the Beavers are going to win 10 games this year, and they're going to make a statement. They're going to be out to prove a point, in my opinion. Uh, Marlon Shaw, my dude, what's up for $10? What do you think was meant by the comment to Big 12 exploring their options beyond Arizona after the announcement of the Oregon and Washington? I think that – and it was brought up to me again last night that Gonzaga is still a target that Brett Yormark would really like to add. Gonzaga. But right now, I just don't see the avenue to do that as a basketball. I don't know how you fit a basketball only into that schedule. That's I think that's the hardest part. I feel like if you really wanted to add, you could add them. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things that Brett Yormark realizes is now that the Pac-12 is evaporating, Gonzaga is either staying in the WCC or they're joining the Big 12. And I think if I'm Brett Yormark, I am aggressively exploring adding Gonzaga basketball. Yeah. Because I I don't see UConn as a fallback position. I don't believe that the Big 12 will add UConn anytime soon. And I could be wrong about that. I've heard it both ways. Well, and I think Gonzaga is a better budget buy. I mean, again, you don't have to it deal with... It is a with, budget buy. You don't have to deal with... You know, the the football program situation at UConn, uh, you also get a a tournament team every single year in Gonzaga, and we haven't even got to the non-revenue generating sports, which everyone seems to ignore. You know, like, I, I do think UConn makes a strong case in, on the women's side, but ultimately that football program is just a joke. It's and, atrocious. And, and I think that there's just no getting around it. And once again, I, I will sit here and die on the hill of, your football program cannot be embarrassingly bad. You no. don't need to be winning national championships, but you need to at least be competent. You need to be serviceable enough that you could make the conference at least a little bit of money. Yep, I agree. Go ahead and hit the like button if you're just tuning into the show. Our number two of the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. Boy, speaking of TridayTrading.com, coming up in an hour, right? For an hour from now at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern, we will announce the winner of our first ticket giveaway on the show. We are doing uh, a ticket giveaway a week on the show. This week, it is BYU's first ever home Big 12 conference game against Cincinnati, September 29th at 8.15. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how how BYU scales up into the Big 12. But one of our viewers will be at that game. We will announce the winner of that in an hour from now. And the creativity that went into the winner, because um, we told you all you had to do was go to Super Chicks or in Ogden on Riverdale Road and in St. George, Utah, or interact with our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Yes. And we got some awesome Bucked Up Energy you know, submissions, people shooting pictures. We had some awesome Super Chicks. There's only one, though, that stands out from the rest pretty clearly. But next week on this show, I mean, should we just announce it right now? Like, tell people what it is? Or mm. should we make them wait? Nah, we'll make you wait till later in the show, Grum. You got to earn it. Okay. You got to earn it, dude. We, it's at least, a we huge game. this week's first, dude. The state of Texas. Oh, you yeah. guys asked us for tickets to this game. The tickets we're going to announce later in the show, an hour from now when we announce the winner. Yeah. We'll tell you what week two tickets we're giving away. It's amazing. It's all presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. 
$10 to see your future. They have a $10 charitable donation. So you make a $10 donation to charity through Triday Trading. It's a tax write-off for you. And then you get a 30-day trial membership to their awesome program, no obligation. At the end of that 30 days, you make a decision. This is amazing. You're going to keep going, which, by the way, we've never had anybody enter the trial membership and not continue because it's that good. You get all the high-level coaching. You get all the processes. You get all the algorithm information, like everything you need to become an elite day trader. They give it to you in that 30-day trial membership. After that, you go on, you graduate their program. They open a funded account for you. They give you money to make your first trades with. When you make money with their money, you keep 80% of the profits. At trydaytrading.com, they are our week two presenting sponsor. An hour from now, we'll announce that game. Boom. Dudes, I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. So just do it now. Get to trydaytrading.com slash Monty and sign up for the 30-day trial membership. And it only costs you a $10 charitable donation because you're going to have to be in, you're going to have to sign up for a trial membership to win the tickets next week. And trust me when I say you will thank me for it. Yes. You will thank me for it. Absolutely. Uh, Meat Rocket 304 gives us a $5 uh, tip to say Arizona State is a cancer. I hate using that word that the Big 12 does not want or need. Invite Oregon State instead. Boy, that seems to be a, a really have a lot of momentum right now that you should invite Oregon State, Brett. I know, I know Brett listens to the show. Right, obviously. Brett, hear the people. Invite Oregon State instead of Arizona State. Not going to happen. Uh, GMAC, he's a Cincinnati fan. Uh, I don't see a scenario where the Pack can add Mountain West teams with their outrageous $32 million buyout. They would have to go elsewhere for expansion. Correct, correct. But I don't think expansion is now possible for the Pac-12. The Pac-12 nah. is dead. I think what you're going to see is the remaining members of the Pac-12 are going to go to the Mountain West. And Gloria Navarez is going to be the commissioner of an expanded Mountain West. And I think you're going to see, really, my belief is Oregon State, Washington State, and Cal will end up in the Mountain West. And I think, I think there's a real chance Stanford goes independent. Yeah. And I think Stanford and Cal are two real victims here. Because they were, I mean, a hair away from joining the Big Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten two weeks ago was all about, hey, if the Pac-12 melts down, we can, get to, we can be the first one to 20. We can lead the way. And then this Florida State noise picked up. And Florida State talking about taking a loan to afford the $120 million buyout. Mm-hmm. I think that that changed. There were several things like, and again, I go back to Florida State and Arizona State. You're embarrassing yourselves. You are damaging your brands. You're just, I think Florida State, and it's what the athletic director at, at North Carolina talked about. I, I just think you're embarrassing yourself, man. Like there, there is no reason, there is no reason for you to be running your mouth. Yeah. Shut up. Florida State, you want to take a loan to get out of the conference? Knock yourself out. Do that. Hey, then we can talk about you. Yep. But ripping the other members of the ACC to make yourselves feel more of a man, you're ridiculous. Yeah. Florida State's not the partner you want to add. Arizona State's not the partner you want to add. But what did Arizona State do? They screwed Utah. 
What did Florida State do? I think Florida State screwed Washington, uh, or excuse me, Stanford and Cal. And I think they damn near screwed Oregon and Washington too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, I truly, I truly think we were so close to the world of karma coming down on top of George Klyovkov's head. And then Florida State and Arizona State stepped in and just had to put their hands in the soup. I don't know that I'm I'm willing to say that Cal and Stanford are victims. I, I, I still mm. maintain that that it's unacceptable to have football programs that are as embarrassingly bad as they are. I, I, I think it's unacceptable. You can't do it anymore. They they're I, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree with that at all. And I think you if you win Oregon and Washington, people like you. Yep. Utah, people like you when you win. Mm-hmm. They don't like you when you run your mouth and you don't win Arizona State. Dan Lanning. They, they don't like you, Dan. Dan Lanning looks like a real jackass. Did you guys see Deion Sanders today? So Dan Lanning got all up in you on the Colorado leaving the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. You remember he said, well, I don't remember this. Anybody remember Colorado winning any game of note in this conference, doing anything to help us? <laughs> I got paid today. We're going to the Big Ten. Fuck off. <laughs> That's essentially what Dan Lanning said. Uh, Deion Sanders heard you, Dan. Coach Joe Rico, my last sports radio final word. Can you talk a little bit about you know where Colorado is headed as far as this kind of craziness going on with college football? What craziness are you talking about? Well, just different teams moving. Man, I don't care about no different teams moving. We trying to win, man. Okay. I don't care where we play. Okay. I don't. I don't care what conference. Who we're playing against, we're trying to win. All this is about money, you know that. It's about a bag. Everybody's chasing a bag. Then you get mad at the players when they chase it. How's that? How does how do the grown-ups get mad at the players when they chase it when the colleges are chasing? Yeah, that's true. I, I, I know you know that's true. Couple couple more teams moving today, rumor. I mean it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, same teams are talking about us, right? Huh. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Prime oh calling out Oregon. God. Oh, I want that game to be tomorrow. Dude. Oh, I cannot wait. Way, that's the thing I think we need. That's oh. what I remind everybody. There is still this season in the Pac-12. Oh. oh, my God. Come on, you guys. Tell me again. Tell me again that Dion's not good for the Big 12. Tell me again. Oh, I know all the haters who are like, oh, Deion Sanders, he's just a showboater. No, he's not. That's actually really good. That he called out, oh, Big Bad, you don't say things about Uncle Phil Knight's team. Uh, apparently you do. And I agree with him wholeheartedly. And September 23rd at Austin is going to be a, an absolute battle. And I'm here for it. I love Deion Sanders. I have so much appreciation. Because I, I don't know when it happened. But we stopped telling the truth in sports. Facts. And it is the mantra of this show. The truth in sports talk, the Monty show. And I'm telling you, if Deion Sanders continues this act and he wins games, it's over. Mm -hmm. He'll be the head coach at Florida State or Texas or a major branded program. If he wins at Colorado, dude, the sky is the limit for, for prime. And, and I know that there's a lot of people who don't like Dion. I love him. Yes. I love his swagger, his attitude, his I don't care what you think because we're coming for you, and it's Louie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. And that you would call out Big Bad Oregon.
We have Bigfoot and Phil Knight. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Because guess what, Oregon? You should win the game. What is Oregon, a 28-point favorite in that game? Has to be. At Autzen, the, the beleaguered Colorado Buffalo program who's got everybody in their Louie coming in Autzen. Like, oh, they're going to be a 28-point home favorite. At least. And I got to believe Dion doesn't let him cover. I've got to, but no, I don't think Dion can go in there and win. No. Oh, but he's going to make it interesting. He's going to make it interesting. And I am here for it. I am here for it. Rick Edwards gives us $5. Thank you. Dana Rock, $5 to say a conference. Always bragging about academics ends up showing just how smart they are. Seriously. Well, it's hard to argue that. It is hard to argue that. Oliver uh, Crooms gives us $20, Oliver. Thank you. Uh, thanks, guys. Y'all been awesome and know what the hell you're talking about. Go Coos. Appreciate Dan you. Tell Dana Holgerson we said hello. Because he's going to win. Dana Holgerson's that dude. I'm telling you, Gus Malzahn and Dana Holgerson are going to win some games they shouldn't win this year. I think Dana Holgerson's ready. He's coming for that neck. I think he is ready to win games. Mm-hmm. And I will say, outside of their the drip coming out of Austin was incredible at Big 12 Football Media Days. Like it was amazing. But I got to tell you, the Houston guys are not are not here to talk about that they need to ramp up to compete. They straight up every single guy, and I'm sure they pre-planned it. Mm-hmm. Every single guy said, "Hey, man, it's just football. Yep, it's just ball. We're just playing ball, dude." They believe, and belief is a very deadly weapon. And I think Houston's got it. West Virginia world. Uh, Does the ACC go looking for teams if Clemson and Florida State are on the move? I think certainly. Yeah, but Clemson and Florida State aren't on the move. Why is it just assumed that they're going to each pay $120 million to get out? Nobody likes Florida State. I just keep saying. Yeah. Nobody likes and nobody thinks Florida State's handling this well. Nobody likes a loud mouth that's not productive. That's the problem. I You're agree. not productive. You I don't agree. make your conference money. Yep. Uh Logan Piquet. Piquet? Piquet. Uh pie, you, you you make pies or you have pie kits? I'll shut up. Logan. Michael Crow saying, quote, let's wait and see on the grant of rights. It's like a car being completely up in flames. And someone says, we can still salvage this thing. The catalytic converter's still operating. Are you out of your goddamn mind? We can get those pipes to pop. Right. Right? Uh, I agree with you 100%. It, it is. And if you don't know what he's, what he's referencing, um, let's. Uh, interesting. Ooh. Really? Man, there has been there have been suspensions all over the place. Um ooh, also the Cowboys Malik Hooker signing a three year extension. Boy, the Cowboys are spending bread on everybody but Zach Martin. Interesting. Anyway, um it's very interesting if you don't know what uh Pie Kid is uh mentioning. He's talking about the Arizona Board of Regents meeting last night. And if you follow me on Twitter, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, you would already know this. I was tweeting about it uh, right after the meeting ended. So I was laying in bed last night ready to go to bed. It was awesome. It was pouring rain. There was a massive thunderstorm that rolled through uh, the Monty hood. 
Um, I was laying up in the the California King. Hiscock. Naked and like, hey. No, I'm kidding. I just wanted to give you a visual. But really the point is. It is um, what it is. (laughs) So I was listening to the rain and my phone rang. And it was in the dark. You know when you're in your dark room and the phone rings and it lights up? Hiscock. No, that's actually not what it was like. (laughs) But I answered it, and it was my sor- one of my sources at the Arizona Board of Regents who was flummoxed and really kind of upset. And if you know this person, this person's one of those people who is demure, very put together, very composed. Keep it real. And I've only talked to this person, I don't know what, Jake, three times, two times? Yeah, a couple times. But it was very apparent yeah. this person was upset. And they went on to describe what they called the meeting going off the rails. Because Bobby Robbins, the president in Arizona, went through what was scripted. He was ready to go. Hey, we're going to join the Big 12. We think that this is a very strong move for us. We think that Arizona State should join us. You know, just the whole thing. Like Bobby Robbins, perfect professional. Uh, Hey, Michael Crow, president at Arizona State, your, uh, your thoughts. Go ahead. He stepped up and started talking about, Um, you know, the merits of the Pac-12. And we enjoy our relationship with Arizona. Bro, what are you talking about, Have you ever seen the Wolf of Wall Street where he's talking in front of his entire office after he's been under indictment and he agrees to step away from you know, his his brokerage and give up his trading license. And he's like, I'm not fucking leaving. You remember that speech in Wolf of Wall Street? That's what it sounds like Michael Crow did. Because Michael Crow flipped on a dime and went 180 degrees the other way. And essentially said, well, you know, but um, I really want to wait and see what this grant of rights is tomorrow morning. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not ready to commit. I'm not, they're you know, making we, me, we, they're making me sign a contract you know, in the big 12 and it's me taking no for an answer. And, you know, I'm not going to take no. They're selling me. They're the seller and I'm the buyer. I want to see the grant of rights. <laughs> right. And then I guess he went full Mitch McConnell and just stopped. And that's where the call ended. (laughs) And then this morning, (laughs) and then this morning, Michael Crow got on the call with the other nine remaining members. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. And he was prepared to approve the grant of rights with only one other president. Hell no. Kirk Schultz. Who'd have thought? The president at Washington State. Mm. And Michael Crow, the president at Arizona State were the only two members of the conference prepared to agree to the grant of rights. Hmm. Wonder who uh, wonder who certain individuals in the national media talk to. Because Pete Thamel, hmm. in just the wildest fucking thing I've ever seen, excuse my French, Pete Thamel tweeted this morning, oh yeah, there's momentum towards the grant of rights being agreed to. Um, and uh, yeah, the Pac-12 looks like they're going to survive. The hell out of here with that. What are you and talking then, like, about, dude? Ten minutes later, he completely flipped and was like, yeah, there's no momentum. <laughs> nice job, dude. I don't know what happened to the media on this story because then all of a sudden, they get on the call and George Klyovkov and his staff are going through the grant of rights. 
They're explaining the re- and I was told it happened right at the revenue share part. Yeah, they his one of his lieutenants was explaining the revenue share percentage thing, and Oregon said, uh, <clears throat> uh, "Hey, are we hot? Hey, uh, need to make a statement real quick here, dumbasses. I mean, uh, fellow members. <laughs> um, <laughs> what constitutes a promise? Uh, I don't mean to burst everybody's bubble." <laughs> We out. Crack this thing up. We're out of here. It's the Dave Chappelle show skit where Dave's at the table and he has to get out. And so he spills the water and runs away. Right. Dude. Like Oregon, quite literally, they're reading the revenue sharing where Oregon makes more money than everybody else in the conference. This case is empty. And Oregon's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Empty. The opposite. Of hey, I need to clarify something to y'all. Hey, uh, y'all. We're not staying in the... You're all reading this like we're staying in the... Comp, we're going to the Big Ten. Crack this thing up. We're out of here. I mean, they're all six-foot blondes I know, with huge I, racks. Listen, like, y'all. Out. I know that y'all got piped by Carol Folt last year, so but we're showing a little more respect we're trying, this time around. We're trying to be a little more loyal. We were saying that. We're telling you face-to-face instead of, you know, not even... this. Consider this our reach-around, right? Like, Cold-blooded, uh, clean, methodical, and thorough. You know, and we're all... We're throwing all you the newest Jordan release. <laughs> Releases too. Uncle Phil has authorized me to give y'all oh new. God, We're gonna dude. throw in some knocks for you. We'll give you Marcus Mariota's old paint splatter uniform before we head out to Brett Yormark land. Because by the way, <laughs> we get new uniforms with paint splatter this year, and they're gonna be Louis. Hey y'all, remember those pictures the other day where the recruit was in our uniform and there were no patches on it? Uh, that was a subtle tell in case y'all couldn't tell. Yeah, FedEx was delayed in delivering them Big Ten patches. <laughs> I did say that on the sh- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I did say that on the show. You did. All of Oregon's recruits the other day that released their pictures didn't have – did you guys notice they didn't hey have any conference patches on their hey uniforms? Mmm. Mmm. Good old Uncle Monty knew that what he was talking about. That motherfucker don't miss, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. But how about Michael Crow? Last night being like, nah, man, I got to see this grant to rights. And then Uncle Phil swooping in and being like, oh, yeah, hey, about that revenue share. <laughs> Give Michael Crow my share because we're out. I don't get down like that. Dude. Gangster, dude. This is the – and you can't make this stuff up. That's the best part of it. You, you can't make this stuff up. It, it's amazing. Sunny V for $10. Big 12 should grab, grab Arizona and call it a day at 14 Maybe at UConn and Gonzaga basketball only. Well, unfortunately, UConn will not join as a basketball only member. I want more. They do want more. Um, but I think it's very interesting that 14 is a real possibility, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic about Utah and, and Arizona State. But I, I think right now it's 75-25 in favor of adding Arizona State and Utah. I don't think it's 100% by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I think they're going through the process. I, I, I've i been told that Brett Yormark wants Utah. But I'll be honest with you, it is, what is it, 251 Mountain Time, 151 in the in the West Coast, right, 451 in the East. And we haven't heard word one in like two hours on this. Yeah. So if it's progressing, it's going slowly. And I would think that that Brett has made it very clear, as we reported earlier this week on the show, he doesn't want to keep dipping into the, the Pac-12 well. He wants one more announcement. And my fear is if you're Utah and Arizona State and they announce Arizona tomorrow, which we have heard is going to happen now, 
If they announce Arizona tomorrow, I think they may stay at 14. I think that's a real possibility because I've also been told that Brett wants to do a press conference probably early next week where he lays it out that, hey, this is where we are, this is who we are, and this is what we've done. And I think think Brett Yormark is going to do that. And I think that's going to be the end of Big 12 expansion little, little, for a little uh, <clears throat> update here. Uh, Oregon has a trustee meeting at uh, 2.30 Pacific. That is now scheduled. So it's happening, people. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's over. There's, I know it's over. There's I'm no just doubt saying, about like, it. Officially, they're moving. Wow, my guy's got nunchucks out in the lobby here in the Casa de Monte. Let's go. A black belt with some nunchucks ready to punch Michael Crow in the face. Um, I think one of the other things that's really interesting here is why Washington waited. And, and I, I think this is a really interesting point about the, I don't know what, the stability in the Pac-12? Yeah. Washington waited and waited and waited. And what pushed Anna Marie Cosse over the ledge to join the Big Ten? Somebody got to Ms. Cosse. And explain to her that they have a massive mountain of debt that's going to hit the University of Washington in 2025. And I think that's probably what did it. But she was not going for $30 million. Now, I, I, look, I, I think that people in this conference don't do a good job of, you know, explaining their value or understanding their value personally. I, 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 it's amazing to me that, you know, it was never, it doesn't seem like it was, there was ever thought given to the idea that, Hey, like for any of these schools that, are, that have left or in the process of leaving, Hey, like if we get to a day where our conference isn't going to survive and we got to go begging to Petiti or your mark, that doesn't exactly put us in a strong conversation or a strong position for the conversation. Like, like, they're going to be able to tell us, hey, you guys get this much and you'll take it. Or you won't join the conference and you can go to the Mountain West. Like, that to me is incredible. And that's why I say, like, Brett Yormark and, by extension, Tony Petiti have been sitting in the catbird seat just waiting. Just waiting it out, dude, because they know what's coming. And they know, hey, as football gets closer, because, again, what are we, uh, two weeks away from college football kicking off, I think? Yeah. Like, as kickoff gets here, like the pressure is going to ramp up and eventually it's going to burst. And that's what I think was so undervalued conceptually is that, is that when you're negotiating, you're not going to be able to roll up to a big 10 meeting and be like, Hey guys, we're Oregon. Um, and yeah, we're getting 30 million a year while you guys get a hundred. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, dude. Like it's, it's not, that's nothing to, to be prideful about. That's nothing to be excited about. And I think, that's that's the only downside to moving is that yeah you're making more money than you would have made but you know when you compare it to the current members you're not making anything that's the trouble yeah i think that it's really interesting that the big 10 was offering 30 to oregon and washington i believe from what our sources have told us they settled at 40 million each and Anna Marie Cosse only went begrudgingly at $40 million. It's just wild to me. But I, I, I think that I understand it, man. Like, changing conferences is not easy. It is controversial. She answers to people. I, I mean, you got to remember, she is, she is the – she's an employee of the state of Washington, man. Mm-hmm. And I think it is – she has a constituency she has to answer to. And I think it is a very 
It's a very scary thing to put yourself out on a ledge like that. Yeah. I think it's a very scary thing. Uh, Mark Thorpe gives us $20. Thank you, Mark. To say, I'm struggling to imagine Brett Yormark simply accepting, accepting Arizona State's antics. This is unless Crow admits his mistake and volunteers to publicly eat Crow. P.S. iOS strikes again and won't let me give you an extra penny. Those sons of biscuits. <coughs> <coughs> what, you, you too cheap to give us $20? You only could afford $19.99. Brutal, dude. Penny for your thoughts, Mark. Take your ass to the Mountain West. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Uh, Patriot Tech said, rather Oregon State uh, get to the Big 12 than ASU at this point. ASU can die with Pac-12 for all I care. Let ESU go to the Mountain West. They deserve it. They Agreed. do. Agreed. The, I, I, have, I have long said that Ray Anderson's the worst athletic director in the country. Yeah. Bar none. JUCOs, high schools, middle schools. Pick your athletic director. The athletic director at your local dojo, he's better than Ray Anderson. <laughs> Michael Crow, and, and let's be very honest about Michael Crow at Arizona State. He is an amazing, amazing president of a university. Yeah. But don't let him get near athletics. Seriously. Do not. No, bro. Anything academic, anything financial, anything fundraising, any of that. Michael Crow's your dude. Oh, scheduling Grand Canyon University for basketball? Nah, you don't want to ask him that. We may have to uh, go short in a couple cases. Threatening to cancel the Territorial Cup? Yeah, you don't want to ask him that. You, frankly, you can't because Michael Crow doesn't want to answer any questions. Um, but the dude is an amazing academic administrator. Just keep him away. Ray Anderson's incompetent. Agreed. I mean, Ryan Thomas for $2. Crow is the one responsible for the PAX demise. You're not wrong. He And for those of you who don't know, Michael Crow at Arizona State roundly, loudly, lovingly supported Larry Scott, the former commissioner of the Pac-12, always and forever. Always and forever. Man, now your conference is dead. Nice and job, dude. Congratulations. Nice job. But you're done. Well, that's so, the issue, isn't it? And then you supported George Klyovkov, and you still this morning wanted to be one to approve the grant of rights. It's wild. Wild to me. <laughs> H-A-M-44, Utah leadership should be fired top to bottom. How do you let Arizona State determine your future? Well, because I think when you look at what the situation was, Arizona State was only in that position because the Big 12 wanted Arizona. Arizona had committed to their ethical obligation to do what was best for education in the state of Arizona, yeah, which is partner with Arizona State. They have, by their agreement under the Arizona Board of Regents, which Arizona abides by and is, is governed by, yeah. Arizona has always agreed, as Arizona State has, to act in the best interest of education in the state of Arizona. That means working in partnership with Arizona State, which means in this particular situation, not leaving the Pac-12 without Arizona State. Arizona did everything they were supposed to do. Arizona did everything they said they would do. Hey, we're not going to go unless you allow Arizona State to come with us. Okay, great. Let's do it. We'll bring Utah as well. Yeah. Okay, great. Done. And then Michael Crow showed up and took this thing off the rails. Yeah, dude. So is it Utah's fault? 
I mean, you always bear some responsibility when you lose control of your destiny. Look, I think if you want to have a conversation around the philosophy around Utah and how aggressive they are or not aggressive um, with expansion and, and should they have taken, uh, you know, much more, uh, you know, aggressive steps early in the process? Sure. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think I've always made the case that, yeah, sure, it's great that Taylor Randall wants to try to bring calm to the conference and he's a team guy. And, and I love that about Taylor. But at the same time, for me anyway, and, and I know for you, like the writing's always been on the wall. I mean, it, it, it's been no secret that this conference was trending in the wrong direction for, I mean, let's be generous and say the last 90 days. How about that? The last 90 days, the conference has been trending in the wrong direction. And for me, I, I look at it and I say, dude, like if, if you're not willing to say, hey, we know that this Apple deal is not a good deal for us. And trust me when I say they knew what the build or the setup of the Apple deal was going to be before it was formally announced. So if you know the at least the setup and the the bullet points of the deal and you're still not willing to say, "Hey, this, you know, wasn't exactly, you know, this is not the best place hey man, for us." Hey, shut up. What? We have breaking news. Okay. Utah has been accepted into the Big 12. Let's go. And there should be according to our sources, there should be a uh, there should be an announcement. Um, hopefully today or tomorrow at the latest, it looks like the formatics have been, uh, worked out for Utah. I, I just asked that this person just called me, um, who is a source at Utah that I trust explicitly. Um, they had no information about Arizona state, so I don't know. And I cannot confirm, dude. Um, but I am told by sources at Utah that Utah has been extended an invitation, which they have accepted. Utah will join the Big 12. Hell yeah. Um, I think this is a huge move. I think this is a move that um, certainly I think is going to catch certain people by surprise. Um, I think this is exactly what Utah deserves. Um, I think Utah is a quality program. Um, I think Utah has, and I was just told by my source at Utah that they have never wavered. Um, this person that called me specifically mentioned a tweet I put out this morning that said Utah has not wavered since Colorado made their stance clear to their membership in the conference. Utah has not wavered. And this person said to me, thank you for doing that because that's exactly the truth. We yes. have never wavered since it became clear the Pac-12 was melting down. And what is that confirmed for us? Two weeks ago, as we told you, when Rick George stormed out at Pac-12 Football Media Day, the conference was dead. Mm -hmm. That moment, the conference was dead. Yeah, so, and so that's that's why I was saying, like, you know, when you knew the structure of the Apple deal and you saw what Rick George did and Colorado announced what Colorado announced when they were leaving, like, you could see the writing on the wall. So, again, the point remains, hey, if you want to have, like, and we're, we're talking about this because – Commenter guy over here is all pissed off with Utah, which I just don't understand. Like, I get it if you want to be frustra frustrated, but ultimately, our source is saying they're getting in. So, the idea that that they are unable or don't have information about Arizona State is quite fascinating to me because I feel like that, you know, and again, I'm not speaking for him, but if you had an alliance with Arizona State or if the two were working in conjunction, I would think that that would be kind of the messaging. Hey, you know, with Arizona State, we're going to the Big 12. 
But that's not what we're being told. We're being told that Utah has been extended an invitation. They're going to accept that invitation. It should be announced, what did you say, tomorrow, I think you said? So- uh, they are pointing for us. And I'm sorry to be distracted. I'm texting with somebody. Uh, but it it is – I was told by my source at uh, Utah that they – we should expect to hear an official announcement Saturday. This goes to what we had been reporting. Yeah. Um, that Brett Yormark doesn't want to keep going back, what was termed to us, going back to the well. Yeah. He wants to make one more announcement, and that's it. Yeah. Now, I do not know about Arizona State. There are going to be 16 members. I do not know if it's Arizona State. This person at Utah who just called me told me that they have been full, fully engulfed in this situation and trying to get this process played out. So as we were just sitting here, my phone rang. It is a, a source I trust implicitly at Utah who said, hey, we are joining the Big 12. The official announcement will probably come tonight and more likely tomorrow in conjunction with Arizona, which confirms what we yes. had also reported, that Arizona, there's going to be an announcement tomorrow for Arizona. Um, but this person said we have been fully engulfed in the process. So I'm not saying it's not Arizona State. Don't misconstrue or conflate what I'm saying. All I'm saying is I don't have information that Arizona's in, Arizona State's included in this. I only have information that Arizona and Utah are joining Colorado in the Big 12. Now, maybe it's conspicuous by its absence that Arizona State has not been added to this. And it, I mean, if somebody, and I see all my DMs are blowing up now, but if somebody wants to point that out, hey, and I'm wrong about that, knock yourself out. Uh, but I certainly am not, I am certainly not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Arizona State's not in. I can only tell you a source at U- at Utah just called me and told me that they are into the, and said, we are in, we have an official invite. It should be announced. Yeah. So I don't know about Arizona State. I can only tell you that. Arizona State's a mess. It, it, it's clearly, yeah, it's I very mean, difficult to deal with them. But I, I just, I think we're in this dark period, and it's so funny. I'm not. I, I'm sorry to keep saying I told you so. We just said what ten minutes ago. It's been dead. It's been very quiet. Yeah, you know, I think the at a minimum, what I would say right now, without knowing what's going to happen to the Sun Devils, is. Since we know about Arizona and Utah, that would lead me to believe Arizona State's competing with another university, whether that's UConn or Oregon State, I don't know. But that would lead me to believe that there's a bit of competition here for this last spot because I don't think the Big 12's going to, you know, I, we know they're not going to 18. That's never been the conversation. The Big, 12, always will, been, the Big 12 will not go to 18. Yeah, the, it's Big 12, been, the Big 12 is, has, our sources have told us, 14 or 16, yeah. not 15. Now I wonder, and I again I have not been told this today. Yeah. Are you inviting Gonzaga as a basketball only? Or as a non-football member? I want to be let's be really yeah. careful. Yeah. Gonzaga will not join unless you accept all of their sports. They do not have a football program. Do you add Gonzaga as your 16th and exclude Arizona State? I think it's possible. I don't think it's likely. Yeah. 15 football programs is a ball That doesn't buster. work. You would add Gonzaga as a, like you said, as a non-football member. Correct. So to me, I just don't think that they're, I don't think Gonzaga has impact on Arizona State, Oregon State, or UConn. 
I, I, I don't think that Gonzaga, because they don't play football, it's just it's a budget buy. It's it's a half share team that you would add to bolster your bat the basketball side of your conference and also to help scheduling with non revenue generating sports. That that's what Gonzaga's value is. So when I look at this conference right now, I, I have to say and again, 20 minutes ago, we were talking about, hey, is there not credence, Brett Yormark, in looking at, hey, maybe Arizona State's not the answer. Utah's a pro- quality program, right? We know Arizona's you know, been in in addition to Colorado. But this Arizona State question mark really, to me, is fascinating. This is what I love about this conversation. Business philosophy around who you're going to add and who you're not. Because I've yes. always maintained Brett Yormark's only job here is is do not misadd teams. Do not add trash teams to your conference. Don't add teams that run their schools poorly. Arizona State, in my personal experience, when we're talking about campus experience, you know, the vibe, it's a great university. The folks running that university are not great. And, and that's the issue. If you didn't hear our story about this yesterday, they announced a new naming rights partner for Sun Devil Stadium. Um it is Mountain America Credit Union. They had a big live event, all this other shit that was going down. On Twitter, they announced it. They had to turn off the comments because the comments were so negative. About nine out of 10 comments were like, hey, we're never calling it that. It's always Sun Devil Stadium. Calling them idiots, saying this is stupid. They have no, Arizona State has no idea who they are and where they are. Yeah. They have no idea of their value position, which is the exact opposite of Utah, who is methodical, who are operators, who are process people, who understand the value that they bring and the value that their opponent brings, and they operate in the middle. Utah is an institution that is run by wildly intelligent business people. Yes. Mark Harlan, and I'll say it again, even though he refuses to come on this show, Mark Harlan's the best athletic director in the country. Yep. He's got one flaw, and that's men's basketball, and he will get that fixed. He's the best athletic director in the country, and I'm telling you, Taylor Randall, even though the conference is absolutely dead on arrival, the Pac-12 is over. Taylor Randall, the president at Utah, worked diligently to facilitate conversations, to facilitate processes, to facilitate a new TV deal. And through all of it, the minute he had to hit ejecto cedo, bro, the minute he had to go, what did he do? He went. Thanks. Last Friday, when Rick George stormed out of Pac-12 Football Media Day, I told you on this very show it's over. I told you last Thursday that this was a abject failure with this Apple deal. We had the details first that it was essentially $15 million a year and you had to bump your way up by selling subscriptions. I told you they could not get a grant of rights done on that. I straight up told you that. Yeah. And you can tell me I'm taking a victory lap now, but it is what it is, bro. I am telling you now, I was right about Utah the entire time. They operated with integrity and ethics, and they did exactly what they had to do. Well, and they garnered the respect of Brett Yormark. That's exactly right. right. I mean, let's get to the point with, hey, they did what they had to do. They did it the right way, but more importantly, 
they did what they had to do to secure their ticket. And that, I think, is... I, I love this sort of this update on, hey, they've taken control. Because this morning, remember the story my guy here was telling you guys this, uh, earlier in the show about, hey, we were we were playing around to golf, and my guy's phone over here is blowing up, and Thamel happened, and Gonzana was making an idiot of himself, and all this stuff was happening. And all I said, all I was thinking about is, dude, like, it does kind of feel like Utah is just a passenger on the ship here. Like, they're not in control. And now I love what I'm hearing. Hey, dude, we did it the right way. We did it ethically, we did it soundly, and we did it in a way that garnered respect of the place we want to call home, which is the Big 12. And, by the way, God bless America, we get the Holy War back. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is the last football season without the Holy War. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, for those of you who don't live in the state of Utah, the Holy War is one of the best rivalries you've ever seen. And if you've never been... To Lavelle or Rice-Eccles for a Holy War game. Dude, it's outstanding. It's phenomenal. Outstanding. So, By the way, we're kind of out on a limb on this one because I don't see anybody else reporting that Utah is getting in. So thank you for calling us. Uh, although Pete Thamel is tweeting that Utah and Arizona State have uh, ramped up talks with the Big 12. That was two hours ago. Um, but I do not see anybody else that's reporting this. So we may have the exclusive again which just continues to be a trend on this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine being a, a, a bird out on a limb. I would be stunned. I would be stunned Yeah. if, if Utah does not end it. Because that source is, is not far from the top of the totem pole at Arizona or at, uh, at Utah. And I continue to get text messages. Oh, please. That's what the show is today. Arizona State is not, by one source of mine in the TV industry, Arizona State does not currently have an invitation to the, the Big 12. I'm telling you. So. Dude. Man. Dude, I'm telling you. I, I, quite dog. literally, we just talked about this, bro. Not to get too fired up, but we just talked about this Stop 20 minutes this. ago, dog. No way. We just talked about Oregon State no is way. much more attractive right now than Arizona State. Do you really think? Yes. Yes. Do you yes, really do. think Oregon State could be in play here? Yes, I do. Who are the other options? Well, I, I think, okay, Gonzaga is not in this conversation because I they're, they're so. basketball only. I've always said this, coin the term, they're a cherry on top addition to the Big 12. That's what they are. Yeah. So for me, Gonzaga's not in this conversation right now because they're they're in a different situation. Yeah. It's, it, to me, if I'm Brett Yormark, I'm I'm not looking at Tulane and SMU and all these subpar brands. I'm looking at Oregon State in the Pacific Time Zone or UConn, and I'm comparing those two with Arizona State. And for me, the choice is clear, right? You can you can sign up for UConn. You can do that. That would work out okay. Like it wouldn't be terrible, but it wouldn't be great in my opinion. You're adding UConn because they are a tournament team year in and year out. That's and it. You can rely on that. Now the football program. I don't know what the answer is to that because I don't know, as you've said a million times in the last two weeks, why would the other members, including the four you just added before Utah and Arizona and Colorado, right? Why would anybody in this conference want to subsidize that football program in the, in the stadium situation? I don't know either. So to me, the most straightforward addition is Oregon State because you look at Oregon State, you've got Reeser, You've got uh, a 10-win football program that plays in Reeser. You've got uh, you've got uh, a basketball program 
that is that is turning up, right? I- improving. Mm. So they're a valuable thing. I also think a, a dark horse in the conversation, dude, and and I'm a little hesitant on it, but a dark horse in this conversation still to me remains Stanford. I, I don't know if you're Brett Yormark, do you look at Stanford and you say, yeah, your 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 athletic program's really good in non revenue generating sports. You're terrible in basketball and football. Non revenue generating sports, though, you're pretty good. You would help us in scheduling. And then ultimately, we're picking you up because the Big 12 is no secret. You are not a good uh, 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 educational conference, right? The Pac-12's calling card has always been we are top of the mountain in education. We're the best of the P5 in education. Stanford's number three in the world. Cal's right behind them, like superpower in education. But athletically, we at those universities, you've struggled. So if you're Brett Yormark... And we're talking about possible additions outside of ASU. I don't know. I think Stanford deserves some credence, man. I think Stanford, if you look at it, could be valuable because the Big 12 is not strong academically. So for me, I don't know. I think Oregon State's in the driver's seat. I think Utah, uh, or I'm sorry, I think UConn and Stanford would, would, would be other options. And then I think Gonzaga is on the outside looking in. We're also, uh, my guy over here is on the phone talking to somebody. We're getting information as it happens, so... Forgive, forgive me for uh, being isolated here, but I, but I do think this whole conversation is just crazy because, like I said, I don't know, an hour ago, Brett Yormark's an operator. Brett Yormark understands, hey, dude, we, we can't just add schools and programs because they're available. We have to add schools and programs that, A, want to be here, B, are valuable additions in the three categories, in my opinion, that matter the most. Obviously, education, but basketball and football. It's cool if the rest of your athletic department is run well. That's great. But I I, I think that you have to be, and the word I always use is relevant in basketball and football. So what do we have? I think think California is a realistic opportunity. I think Cal is in the mix to join the Big 12. I could be wrong about that. Um... That's a, so you that, think Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and UConn? Are all, the I think UConn is absolutely an option. I think Cal's an option. I do not think Stanford's an option. I think that'd be a home run. So you, you add Stanford and Utah. I'm hesitant on Stanford. I think I think it's a tough call. I, I I think because Stanford struggles so much in basketball and football, it hurts you. But but again, you and I differ on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I think Stanford, Stanford is capable. The problem is it's really tough to get into Stanford. It's, it is arguably the most difficult university west of Harvard to get into. It's harder to get into Stanford than it is Notre Dame. It's harder to get into Stanford than it is Princeton, frankly. But but does Brett Yormark care about that? Wouldn't yes. Brett Yormark just care about No, but seriously, wouldn't Brett Yormark just care about the fact that that Stanford ups your conference's educational ranking? No. no. I think that Brett Yormark wants competitive basketball and football teams. And I think that Stanford is a great ad. Uh, for for your conference from a prestige standpoint, they make you money. They up your academics, no doubt about that. They would absolutely offset any struggles that West Virginia has. But at the end of the day, they don't make you, in my mind, they don't make you more competitive. Does it give you the Bay Area? Yeah, but so does Cal. And Cal just hired um, 
Mark Madsen to be their basketball coach. Mm -hmm. And they are putting serious money into trying to win at football. And they need the money. Cal is desperate financially. Cal is in a hole. And so, Brett, your mark could save money on Cal. I could absolutely see Cal being an option, and I'm told that Cal's an option. Oregon State and UConn. I have not heard one person report that Arizona State is in the conversation in the Big 12 any longer. Now, I could be wrong. I am not connected at Arizona State. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I know very few people there. And Chris Cartman. Um, I don't. I'll, I will check him on Twitter. He is a Sun. I believe he's Sun Devil Source guy. I have not. I don't know if I follow yeah, him. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think this is outstanding out of Utah, bro. I love that they've secured their path. I love uh, it. No, yeah, nobody has Arizona State. I really. Um, it'll be interesting to see who starts reporting that. Um, Oh, Jason Shear now has reported it. So we're not the only ones anymore. Jason Shear has it. Um, but Dan Wetzel, I have not seen Dan Wetzel on it. Like, it's pretty amazing to me that we are the only ones or we're the only ones until Jason Shear had it um, that are reporting Utah. How is this such a well-kept secret? Uh, Brett McMurphy says, with USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington to the Big Ten, ESPN will not be involved going forward with the four biggest brands on the West Coast. Yeah, but... Shocking. Yeah. Mm, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but I don't think it's some it's some travesty. They have the SEC. They've, got, they've got the Big Ten. It's a changing of the guard in, in college football television. It is a changing of the guard. And I just, yeah, I think it's very interesting to see. Um, I think it's very interesting to see. Yeah, Le Legacy Story on Twitter says San Diego State checks all the boxes mm. and would get in for $10 million. Yeah, but I don't think Brett's looking for a budget buy. No, I think Cal like, checks all the boxes. And I think Cal's the budget buy. I, I, Cal helps you academically. Yeah, It's a public yeah. university. They are going to be competitive in sports. They have really good football facilities. They can recruit. I, I, they give you the Bay Area. They give you the Pacific time zone. Man, I think that Cal checks all the boxes. Cal checks all the boxes. Yeah. And it'll be, what do you think this is, is going to happen? This is a philosophical conversation at this point. Oh, certainly. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, Cal doesn't beat Stanford in academics. Cal beats them in athletics. They do. I would say they do. Um, I do think geographically speaking, Cal wins as well, right? I think you'd rather have Berkeley than than where Stanford's at. I I, I think that that yes, while Stanford's academic uh, bar of entry is incredibly high, just about egregiously high, in my opinion. I also think that that's Stanford. It's it's an incredible partnership you'd be able to build if you're if you're looking for an academic improvement so i don't know man i also think this conversation also largely depends on what big 12 presidents want the current ones right now the members you that are in the big 12 you can't tell me that arizona state's out of the mix on this mm. if i had to guess right now i'm telling you right now my gut feeling says arizona state and utah yeah but not one fucking person is saying Arizona State. I, I'm not. I, and we're the only ones saying Utah. I'm not surprised. I, I would not be surprised if if there's Pete Thamel. What is saying Pete Utah saying? and Arizona State have applied? Let's go, motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
Yeah. Monty Show wins again. Yeah. Again. Let's go. Thanks. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy, bro. Uh. Uh, so Thamel is saying... Let's go! Utah and ASU have applied for formal membership to the Big 12, and there's a call tonight with the Big 12's presidents and chancellors to discuss their membership. Arizona applied and was approved yesterday. You guys. So, there you go. There you go, dude. It's over. Do I need to stand up and take a bow or like how? I really don't care if you think it's how, how do we stay home? How do we go about this? I mean, you, you're not wrong. Do you guys just want to send all the women over or like? Yes, yes, yes. Your <laughs> 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 boy went in again. I love it. Let's read some comments. What are I people love saying, it. dude? Uh, they say I'm the best. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you guys have been amazing. Um, let's see. I you There's so many. You guys, this is the most tips we've ever gotten. Uh, five, one, three art dog says we did it. Y'all a thousand likes. I appreciate it. Darren Jackson gives us $5. Um, dude. Incredible. Incredible. I, I mean, I, I don't know what else you say. I mean, I, I, I will apologize. Usually we win by like three months. Yeah. Today's only been about 15 10 minutes, minutes, you, you know, know, but like, you know, usually it's a couple weeks, but you know, I, Unbelievable. I, I don't Unbelievable. know. Oddly, I don't feel bad for the pac 12. I don't feel bad. I, I'm very much in the camp that says, hey, you ran your conference into the ground. I'm not feeling bad for you. And yeah. I'm very much in the camp that says, yeah, I, I think Utah deserves a ton of credit. I hope Mark Carlin comes on our show because I'd love to give him credit, uh, you know, for, for helping Taylor Randall yeah. take control of the situation and punch her ticket. Um, I really hope the story that's told when all this comes out and everyone inevitably wants to talk about what happened here. I hope the story that comes out is Taylor Randall stepped in for Michael Crow uh, and and bridged the gap because it wouldn't surprise me if Michael Crow's incompetence uh, prevented him from getting a deal done and, and Taylor Randall stepped in and saved the day because that's the kind of guy Taylor Randall is. Marie Robbins gives us $5 to say, we're trying to find someone to drive Michael Crow to the train station. Please don't judge the fans alumni <laughs> for this guy's action. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Muhammad. What's up, Muhammad? I'm the guy that did the math on the alleged Pac-12 deal. Want to see the spreadsheet? Nah, I'm yeah. good. Uh, Gary Wolf gives us two dollars. Uh, Michael Crow. Uh, I uh, uh, see what he happened was. Pardon me. Uh, it. it um, uh, uh, DW2CB. What's up? Two dollars to say Prime's coming, but he ain't winning the Big Twelve. Not this year. He's not. No, he's Rick not. Bonovich, recent data analytics reveal Utah will be very competitive in the new WAC. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, Papa Chris, a new member of the show. Oh, let me uh, pull it out here. Let's go. Let's go. Man, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> it feels so good to be right. I want to thank me all the time. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. Dude. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. Dude. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad That's you, bro. It, it is so much fun. That's, That's you, us. Bro. That's us. That's us, not me. That's us. Gary Wolf, $5. Your mark will make the right decision. Yes, he will. 
Um, let's see. I'd love to see Oregon State instead of Arizona State. Sorry, Lonnie bud. says, yeah, sorry. Delaric, uh, it would take a minimum of a decade to subsidize UConn to make them viable in football. That's assuming they're getting stadiums on campus. Yeah, it, would, it really would. Matt Riley for $10. Would BYU have gotten an invite to the Big 12 if Utah was available or Texas, Oklahoma didn't leave? Yes, they would have. Yes, they, they unequivocally, not a doubt. The value proposition that BYU brings to the table, it's a million viewers minimum. They're great for rivalries. Their fans buy tickets. I'm just telling you, man, it is, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible the value they bring. Yeah. Um, Tom Dean, Big 12 needs 16. Pick one, UConn, Cal, Stanford, or Oregon State. Yeah. Now it's Arizona State. Uh, Lonnie Goodman for $50, Lonnie Appreciate Goodman. you. Oregon State, up-and-coming football, baseball, softball, basketball. Get them, yeah. Going to the new Mountain West. Yeah, I know what time it is. Yep. Uh, I hope it's Stanford. It's not. Big, bad, brass bulls. Bulls. Um, seriously, what kind of combo do you think BY and RR had after Crow's stunt? Do you think BY just asked RR, dude, you really want Arizona State in the Big 12? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Um, it's Steve McMichael. You guys remember Steve McMichael, Mongo McMichael from the Chicago Bears? He is in intensive care. He has ALS, mm. um, which there's a lot of people who believe is, is a CTE offshoot. And he is uh, apparently on death's doorstep. He is battling sepsis and pneumonia. Jesus. Yeah, um, man, Steve McMichael gave his entire body for that game. Uh, best of luck to Mongo, man. Al Bats, uh, Jake, I do not want ASU, but the Phoenix TV market will drive the decision. Well, dude, I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Kcal, excellent coverage. Sick of Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. I think you're going to get your wish. Christopher. Uh, for $10, but some respect next to Stanford's name. They beat Notre Dame last year in football and beat both Oregon and USC two years ago. Don't get it twisted. You can build something at Stanford. Totally agree. Totally agree. Absolutely. Um, Kerr Thing gives us $38. Just want you all to know your show's gone global now. Great live show. Listening from Asia. It's 5 a.m. here. Thank you. Hell yeah. Hello I to love the Pacific that, Rim. Dude. Uh, I love you guys. Barfing Chickens, a member for four months. Let's go, baby. My guy, love you. I'm going to miss games uh, from the bottom of the Pac-12. Seeing Arizona try to beat the record for most punts per game is exciting. (laughs) On brand, my guy. (laughs) Go Black, go Tigers. Arizona Board of Regents uh, said, get on board or get out of the way, Mikey. Apparently, he got on board. What, what choice do you have? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going <laughs> to, is Brett Yormark sitting here trying to cut you a check and you're sitting here wanting to do the Apple deal? Come on. How humiliating is it for Michael Crow to do what he did last night in the Arizona Board of Regents meeting? To show up at that grant of rights meeting this morning thinking it was going to get approved and then have Oregon pull up your skirt and show everybody what you're all about. Yeah. Like, that's embarrassing, dude. You got humiliated. Yeah. I don't if they haven't fired Ray Anderson now, I, I mean I just don't know. I don't know what you do at Arizona State. <coughs> it's incredible. 
It really is. Cowboy country. Uh, Utah is a great fit for the Big 12. Great coach, great facilities. I love my trip to SLC last year, and I can't wait to go see Okie State, Utah. Yep. Telling you, you have you, you are unleashing a beast. A, a year and from now, now I, yeah, a year from now, and I think I think Kyle Whittingham just got rejuvenated. I would agree with that, and I think you better watch out for Utah. And again, not a Utah fan, but I respect Kyle Whittingham. I respect that program. Respect the defense. Great, but this is a guy who knows how to win football games with a team that's not respected. Yeah. And you you get your AD and your president saying, hey, dude, we're going to the Big 12. Can yeah. you can you finish strong this year? I yeah. have no doubt Kyle Whittingham will put out. Yeah, I think I think you're going to – that's a perennial powerhouse in the conference. Uh, starter 179 for two bucks. The Big 12 is alive and well. Yeah, now we got to have a conversation about where the Big 12 sits nationally because I think you you got a strong ass case now for for uh you know, firing maybe, Bobby Hurley yes, at Arizona State who yeah. routinely turns over his roster every single season. But I think that the Big 12 has a strong case for being the best athletic conference in the country yes. top to bottom. Yes. I think I think the Big 12 I want to see what these four Pacific teams do for the Big 10. Because if USC, and we have no reason to believe they won't, if, UFC, if USC continues their dominance, if Oregon and Washington continue their path, because no matter what you think of Dan Lanning's comments, mm-hmm. they're going to be good. I, I mean, I have to think the Big Ten is going to be the best football conference in the country. There's going to be years where the Big Ten is going to have four teams in the playoff. Can you say that about the, the Big 12? Well, now I think you can. Because I think Utah is a college football playoff caliber program. It's not even a question. Is Arizona and Arizona State? They haven't shown to be. They haven't shown to be. Is Colorado? They haven't shown to be. But I think when you look at what this conference now offers, which is financial Stability, holy cow, Justin Thomas just jarred a chip. Huge. Justin Thomas is making a run. He is minus five at the Wyndham. He is now in 19th place. He has to secure a top 18 finish to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. He is now in 16th place and currently inside the FedEx Cup playoffs. Mm -hmm. Good run for Justin Thomas. Um. I think that the, the the Big Ten has the potential now to be the best. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens with the Big 12. Because does a rising tide raise all ships? Could be. I think it does. I think it does, and we'll see. Tom Dean or Sammy Hammond, thank you for the uh, $5 super sticker. We appreciate it. Tom Dean for 2 bucks. Wait, Pac-12 drama's over. Got to find a new hobby. Yeah. What the hell are we going to talk about? I have no idea. What, we, There's just something called the NFL. And can we talk football now? Yeah, really. Wait, I, wait a minute. No, we're not going to talk. Wait, was there was there a shift? Wait, was you there, have to take a shift? Yeah, was there... That was before the show. Yeah, I mean, was there some kind of movement in the force <laughs> that now we're, we don't have to talk about the Pac-12 dying every oh my day? God. You guys, please hit the like button right now. There's 3,228 people. We've had 16,000 views on the show. 
uh, and only 1,200 likes, please hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. We appreciate that. Hola, Billy, for four months. Can't wait to dominate the Big 12. Let's go, Utes. Telling you, thank you, Hola Billy. Always good to see you, my guy. Sonny V, Commissioner, kill it off, and he's done. Damn. Is George Klyavkov the villain of yes. all villains in the Pac-12? Yes. I think his incompetence makes him that. Yes. I do. Russell for $4. Welcome to the Monty Show from Big 12 Country. Appreciate you, Russell. Boom. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Gillespie for 20 bucks. Thank you. Louisville hired athletic department finance head from USC. They know SEC will raid the ACC um, uh, to compete with Big Ten expansion. Basketball power, major league facilities, decent football, crapademic seems a fit for Big 12 schools. Fast moves, I wonder. Because now it looks like we know Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado in the Big 12. Oregon, Washington in the Big 10. What Are you telling me the SEC is just going to chill? Are we are we sure about that? Are we sure about that? Yeah, I don't think the SEC is just going to chill. I don't know. Where does Stanford and Cal go? The Mountain West. I don't think so. Dude, where, wh- who else is going to pick them up? I, I mean, the SEC is not picking up Stanford and Cal. I don't know, but something's got to give somewhere. Because Stanford and Cal are too good to just go to the Mountain West. That I just I, can't believe it. But, but, okay, too good in what way? I mean. At, all around. All, and, I, again, I know we disagree. Stanford has one of the best athletic departments in the country, and they absolutely can compete. In, what makes a good athletic department? They're sports that win. What and, have they won? Stanford, and Stanford football and basketball is a perennial contender, not recently, but we'll see. And I think very clearly Cal is committed. They're paying Mark Madsen an enormous amount of money. I would agree with that. At least Cal is spending money to get better, but – uh, everybody wants to die on the hill of Stanford's being good in the past 10 years. They have Great. been. But but you you haven't made an appearance in the in the college football playoff era. You yeah. haven't e- even come close. So yeah. at least I can say Utah lost in the Rose Bowl twice or Oregon made the playoff the first year or or Washington or like right? Yeah. So I'm 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 not trying to hate on Stanford. I agree, they have a good athletic department. They do. They're just not successful in yeah. the sports that anyone cares about, and that's harsh. But I just don't know how we get around that. I don't know how. Like, and I know we disagree, but I I just don't know how we're sitting here saying that 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 they're they're too good. They're too good academically just to skip over. Okay, sure, yes, they are incredibly strong in the classroom, no doubt. But I just think the days in 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 the NCAA Power Five conferences uh, and really Power Four conferences, the days of yeah, dude, you guys are really good academically, but you don't do anything in athletics are over. That's over. You can't do that anymore, man. It you it's unaccept. You at least have to be like get into the round of sixty four. Yeah, like I get it, dude. Scratch into the top twenty five. I, I get it. I at get some it. Point. But everybody's going to have a down cycle athletically. Wow. Everybody. And I think Stanford's going through that. I think Stanford does not want to subsidize athletics. I would guess that they will they will make a significant move, and I don't know what that is. Uh, Scott uh, Cherubino. Cherubino. Hope I got that right. Uh, 
Uh, I live in Colorado, and I'm pumped about going to Boulder, Provo, and Salt Lake City to watch West Virginia in football and basketball. Let's go Big 12. Yeah, Colorado's great. Love it there. Uh, Jayang Kim from South Korea. You guys are better than ESPN. Appreciate you, South Korea. Thank you for watching the show. Appreciate you. Thanks for the tip. MJ Bissett, my dude, 199. Guys, guys, guys. (laughs) SMU is coming to save the day. Oil money. Hey, guys. What what does Kinzano say now? Hey, John. Dude, where's the 70 mil? SMU. Dumbass. John Kinzano reported that SMU was going to pay $70 million. What the fuck are you talking about? Please. To pay off the Comcast debt and pay their way into the conference. And, hey, by the way, they have a huge, huge, huge NIL, you know, like grouping of cash. You know, like, come on, man. What are we going to do without the Pac-12? No, what is Buddy going to do without the Pac-12? Yeah. yeah. Our entire business is not built on the Pac-12. The doctor's office. Wow. There you go. Uh, ASU and Arizona going to bring a lot of 12 Mexico. Huge. Yes, they are. I think that's HIPAA. Yeah, the Latino population is significant, it is worthy, and it is important. Yeah. And Brett Yormark has done a very good job. And you know what, doctor's office? I think that's a great point. Because I think the Latino community, the, the, the Mexicans, are a significant population in Arizona. And I think that fandom is very important. It's well, very at, valuable. Dude, what's the Big 12 doing? Going to Mexico, dude. They're becoming, they a North Ameri- they're becoming a North American brand. Yeah. That's what the Big 12 is doing. Doctor's office, great point. Appreciate the $2. William Phillips, the Arizona Board of Regents, says Crow can stay in the Pac-12, but Arizona State's going to the Big 12. Good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Britt, 1975, gives us $2. Thank you. Cougar tracks for $2. I hope when Witt retires at Utah, he comes to BYU. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know he can do that. He'll become an advisor, I'm sure. Uh, Daniel Dixon for $5. BYU versus Utah in the Big 12 likely be the end of season game. And I Hell cannot yeah. wait. I am here Hell for yeah. it. I am here for it. Coach Cox. What's up, Coach? Gives us $20. Thank you. I just wanted to say my son and I have listened all summer. We appreciate your all's professionalism and ethics. We are fam now. Welcome to the 12. Thanks, Coach. It's cock. We appreciate you. Stop it. One time. <laughs> Stay hard. One time. <laughs> <laughs> He just used the word professionalism, <laughs> and you got to go straight to the his car. Hey, look at me. My bad, coach. My bad. My bad. I, I might have to. I might have to sit the next game out, coach. <laughs> My God, everybody, please make sure you hit the like button. By the way, we are at twenty-two thousand one hundred ninety-five subscribers. Oh, dude. Let's get to twenty. We're trying to get to twenty-five thousand subscribers before football kicks off. Come on, I want it. We you got guys, two weeks. We are under three thousand subs now from twenty five thousand. Yeah, what is what is our day for kickoff? What is the is it is it the twenty sixth? I think I it think is? it is August twenty sixth. I think it's August. Let me just verify real quick here. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think it August twenty sixth, first kickoff of the season overall is Navy and Notre Dame. Twelve thirty on NBC. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Don't we have to announce our winner of the uh, BYU oh, ticket and announce the new tickets? Oh, yeah. We have to announce the winner. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Obviously, the Utah to the Big 12 that oh, we shit. broke. Damn, I am tripping. By the way, when they say, hey, who broke that story? You tell them, bro. You tell them. The Monty Show. You tell them. Hey, Monty. That's every day. 
Uh, BYU versus Cincinnati, 929, September 29th, 815 Mountain Time on ESPN. And I have to say, I take great pride in who won these tickets, bro. I am happy about this. Great pride. Look at what this dude did to win these tickets. Hello. Hello, Matthew Hart, who went to Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road and spelled out BYU 31, Cincy 17 in French fries. Matthew Hart, you are Let's the winner go, baby. of our first go. ticket giveaway on the show. Matthew, you'll be going to see BYU and Cincinnati in their first BYU's first ever game. Let's go. At Lavelle Edwards Stadium as a building. member of the Big 12, you are going to be there to see BYU versus Cincinnati. Matthew, dude, you're a pimp. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who went to Super Chicks. Thank you to everybody who always goes to patronize our friends at Bucked Up Energy. Thank you so much. Supporting our sponsors really is supporting the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Now, having said that. Now, our program is small, but there's a lot of potential to go to big Texas football games. We have secured tickets. Let me get the date. Get the date. Let me get the date. Don't mess because, it up. Because because this is a big one. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I I get the date correct. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. The date is September 23rd. It is Texas in Waco to take on Baylor. Boom. We got dozens of requests. I'm for real. To give away tickets to see Texas and Baylor in Waco. So we said, okay, cool, bro. We are going to do that. September 23rd in Waco, we are giving away tickets to see Texas versus Baylor. Yep. It's pretty straightforward how you guys win these tickets. If I said to you, would you pay $10 to see Texas at Baylor? You would say, yeah, of course I would. So that's what it's gonna. That's what it's gonna be. Texas versus Baylor. Time of kickoff is to be determined. Yep. And network is to be determined. Although I'm pretty you sure that's gonna, that's be gonna be on ESPN. You already know what that's gonna be. But we are giving you a pair of tickets, and all you have to do is go to TridayTrading.com/slash/Monty. Sign up for the 30-day trial membership for a $10 charitable donation. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Sign up for the 30-day trial membership. All it costs you is a $10 donation to charity. It's a tax write-off, dude. Mm-hmm. And look, I know this is a little different, right? This isn't this isn't chicken sandos or bucked up, right? This is this is different, right? This is this is day trading. This is this might be uncomfortable for some of you. But we're really serious about this. Everyone always asks us, oh, is it real? Day trading's a scam. Like, no, dude, this is the real deal. And we have Tons of listeners on this program that DM us all the time and say, hey, dude, thank you so much for telling me to go and try this because I tried it and I'm 10 days in and I love what they're giving me. I'm already seeing progress and I'm learning all this great new stuff with the program and it cost me 10 bucks to get into the program. So we're giving away these tickets, not only because it's a phenomenal football game that we're looking forward to, not only because we love you people in Texas. But because we want you to go and check out this opportunity. Dude, Triday Trading is legit. It's a it is a homegrown Salt Lake City based business in Lehigh. 
And, and it's something that can change your life. Dude, if you're tired of, oh, hey, rent's due. I don't know how to pay it. If you're tired of, you know, clocking in and clocking out for some jackass of a boss that runs their athletic program into the ground, right? If you're tired of doing all that, this is for you. This yes. is why we're doing it. Trust us, dude. Go and go to the link, trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Get the job done. All you have to do is sign up for the $10 30-day trial membership. At the end of that 30 days, you have no obligation to do anything. But trust me, they're going to give you their entire coaching program. They're going to teach you everything you need to know about being a day trader in that 30 days. And then you're going to make a decision. Go on, don't go on. Either way, it costs you 10 bucks. And everybody who enters the, the program at trydaytrading.com slash Monty for $10 is automatically entered to win. Baylor hosting Texas. September 23rd, a pair of tickets and everybody in Texas, we have a massive audience in Texas and we love every one of you. You are all hat with a lot of cattle. Yep. We love you guys. And by the way, it, we also need to say, you need to screenshot that you entered the program. Yes. Please. You got to send us a screenshot so we know. Tag us on Twitter or Instagram, The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show is me. Jake is SLC Jake. All you have to do, trydaytrading.com. We're going to pick one winner. A week from today and we will continue to pound this contest because we're going to give away tickets every week yep next friday a week from today it's texas at baylor september 23rd time to be determined network to be determined texas says they're winning a national championship will they is blake shaping the dude <laughs> will dave aranda ever not be awkward in interviews who knows but we do know that Sark versus Aranda is happening in Waco, Texas on September 23rd. We want to send you to that game. All you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty to enter. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty program. Let's reset everything for you on the Monty show because we have huge breaking news today. You heard it here first. We broke the story. The Utah Utes are going to the Big 12 they have officially applied for membership. There will be a conference call tomorrow, um, I believe it is, and there will likely be an announcement tomorrow welcoming Arizona State, who Pete Thamel at ESPN is saying it's Arizona State and Utah who have been invited to apply, which means they're getting in, uh, and that our sources are telling us there will be likely be an announcement tomorrow, and that announcement will encompass Utah, Arizona State, and Arizona joining Colorado in the Big 12, who will now be at 16 teams, joining the Big 12, who had today added Oregon and Washington. It's all but official. They will be at 18 teams. Where does realignment go from here? I don't know. But we have details abound on several fronts. Arizona State is a shocking addition at this point. And I don't know that there could have been a worse 18-hour period in Michael Crow's life, the president at Arizona State. Seriously. Last night at 6 o'clock Pacific time, they convened a Board of Regents meeting and immediately went to executive session. I am told in that meeting that Michael Crow, along with Bobby Robbins, made presentations. Bobby Robbins did exactly what he said he would do ethically when he agreed Uh to become the president at Arizona who has agreed to be governed by the Arizona Board of Regents. Their covenant includes 
acting in the best interest of education in the state of Arizona. That was pointed out to me multiple times. Right. Robert Robbins, the president in Arizona, got on that Board of Regents call and said, we're going to join the Big 12. We would like Arizona to go with us. We have informed the Big 12 that we would like Arizona State to go with us. Yeah. We believe it is in the best interest of everybody in the state of Arizona that Arizona and Arizona State stay together, and that's why we're doing this. Okay, great, Bobby. Thank you. Uh, Michael Crow, your turn. President at Arizona State. Uh, the floor is yours. And he went on to sputter and meander and then went completely, but in the words that were used by our sourcing, off the rails and essentially said, I want to wait and see what the grant of rights presentation looks like tomorrow morning, which is this past this morning that's passed. He told the Arizona Board of Regents, I want to wait and see what the grant of rights in the Pac-12 is because I think it's viable. And there was a gasp, there was frustration. The call ended, I was in bed. I was listening to a beautiful light show outside, a thunder and lightning storm like we have not seen in some time. My room was pitch dark, I have windows all around me. I raised my blackout shade to watch the lightning storm going on outside. And then the room lit up with an LCD screen on my iPhone. And it was a source of mine at the Arizona Board of Regents, who is a professional person who I've talked to a couple of other times. And using the word exasperated and flummoxed is not something I ever thought I would say about this person. And this person went on to detail this conversation and just ranted about the frustration and said that Michael Crow was stuck in a time machine and simply was not willing to acquiesce to what everybody else's wishes were. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's his right. So what happens? They all convene a call. All nine members remaining in the Pac-12 were on a call this morning where George Klyovkov and his team presented the grant of rights. We know from our sources that there were only two yeses on that grant of rights that were going to vote yes because no vote was taken. Washington State Kurt Schultz, the chairman of the Pac-12 Board of Directors, and good old Michael Crow at Arizona State. We're going to be the only two to vote yes. They're laying out the revenue sharing, I and this is how it was described to me. Yeah, They're laying out the revenue sharing. Okay, well, Oregon, those sons of bitches up north, they're going to get a lot more money than all of you. And they're laying out the revenue sharing, right? And Oregon's president's like, uh, hey, um, excuse me, can I talk? Yeah, I need to let you guys know. I know this revenue sharing's great, but uh, we're going to the Big Ten. We, Pack yeah. this thing up. We're out of here. Yeah, the moving trucks will be here next weekend. We're, mo we're, we're, we're moving Autzen to Chicago. We're going to replace Northwestern. Well said. Um, we're out of here. In or Oregon and Washington made it known that they were formally applying for membership. Can you imagine the moment they quite literally that they said that? Like, were describing how Oregon was going to make more money than everybody else. And the president in Oregon allegedly, according to our sources, interrupted that conversation and said, hey, I feel right now it's important to let you guys know. There is, we are expecting an invite from the Big Ten 
And we are going to accept that. I'm for real. And there was silence on the call. Okay. So that's how it's going to be. There was a, it was a virtual call. Yeah. And there was silence. The call lasted about five more minutes. It ended. They agreed they would talk later today. Dude. And now we know that Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten. And according to our sources, Utah and Arizona State, along with Arizona and Colorado, are going to the Big 12. It's over. Yeah, dude. It's over. Yeah. Now, we've also heard that George Klyovkov has spoken to uh, Commissioner Navarez in the Mountain West. They have had conversations about joining forces with the remaining teams, moving over to the Mountain West. But I got to tell you, there's nobody that I've talked to who's certain that Stanford and Cal will do that. How frustrating must it be to be George Klyovkov getting on the phone having exactly zero leverage in any conversation? He's an embarrassment. And it's got to be tough because Gloria Navarra is on this show, and you can go back and watch the interview from a couple of months ago now, espoused her respect for George Klyovkov. They've worked together in the past. And she likes George, I think. She has a certain respect for him. And I think it's really difficult if you're George Klyovkov that you've been nothing short of an abject fucking failure yeah. as the commissioner of the Pac-12. There's no nice way to say it. Yeah. There is no nice way to say it. Um, I think that certainly is, is the bulk of the news. Our sources have told us Washington and Oregon will get $40 million apiece from the Big Ten. There is a story floating um, that Washington has significant debt load. And as it was explained to me, Anna Marie Cosse, the president at Washington, the University of Washington, was a no this morning. She was a no. She was a no last night. She was a no this morning. The Big Ten was offering $30 million, and she was a no. And I don't know how it happened, but a source was telling me that somebody hit a switch in, in her mind. And they believe that it is tied to a debt load. And I have not confirmed this. I want to make this clear. But it, I am being told that there is a debt load that is going to fall on top of Washington in 25-26, where their, their, debt is, their debt payment is going to go up significantly. They, at that point, Something snapped in her mind. And she recognized that staying in the, the Pac-12 was no longer an option. And that she had no choice. And she, to her credit, stood and fought for $40 million. And our sourcing is that the, the Big Ten said, okay, we'll go to $40 million. You have to take, take it or leave it right now. And Washington took it. Oregon, Oregon had already agreed. Oregon was in no matter what. Yeah. And Washington took it, and here we are. But it goes to show you just how desperate the finances in the, in the Pac-12 are. Yeah, You're talking about Cal that is under an enormous load of debt, really tied to their stadium renovation, which has just not been good. Memorial Stadium just has not worked. You're looking at Washington State, who essentially is bankrupt athletically. They had a staff revolt that we reported exclusively on on this show that's now been really confirmed by every major media outlet. That the staff at Washington State was so frustrated with Kirk Schultz 
And his, what we were told, Pete Thamel is now tweeting. And Pete's had a terrible day, by the day. But Pete Thamel at ESPN, Oregon and Washington have been officially voted into the Big Ten by the league's president. Announcement coming soon. Um. I mean, this is really, this is remarkable. This is remarkable. Stuart Mandel, 30 minutes ago. And this is quite the little detail. This is a Stuart Mandel tweet. Amazing. One of the Oregon regents is taking this meeting from the golf course. (laughs) Is that true? Stuart Mandel saying one of the Oregon regents. It's taking the call with the Big Ten from the golf course, dude. Dude, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's incredible. You cannot make this stuff up. I, I just, it, it is amazing to me. Pete Thamel's a really interesting dude. So, we had worked really hard on this story. I think you guys know this. Here on the Monty Show, which, by the way, as always, every single day is presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Papa Murphy's Pizza this weekend. There's never been a better time to download the Papa Murphy's app and get yourself 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Um, Pete Thamel tweeted today that there is positive momentum And something to the effect of um, the Pac-12's working towards getting their grant of rights done. And I was like, what? I like reached back out to a couple of sources because I said, I had tweeted, the Pac-12's dead. They have two votes out of nine to approve a grant of rights. And then Pete Thamel tweets, Hey, there's positive momentum. With the Pac-12 eight hours ago, the Pac-12 president, with the Pac-12 president meeting at the top of the hour, there's optimism about the league's grant of rights being signed. The key linchpin is Oregon heading into the meeting. The school is trending toward not going to the Big Ten. Holy Oregon shit. Are, and, and this is the same thread, right? Same thread. Oregon are expected to stay in the Pac-12 barring an 11th hour change. That could have the power to keep the league together as Arizona has not finalized its deal with the Big 12. What? On top of, and this is quite rich, you might, uh, if you want to get this, on top of, that thread is on top of his tweets 19 hours ago that say Arizona's in discussion with the Big 12 and is expected to finalize it soon. How? Per sources. So wait, I thought you just said Arizona's leaving and, and the pack's done. But now you're saying... Eight hours ago this morning that the grant of rights is being signed. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't do this, dude. This is a bad look. And then 21 hours ago below oh. that, he said Arizona's in deep discussions with Big 12 about joining the league. Some finality is expected in the near future. I, I Like, I, come I, on, bro. Like, I love you, but dude. And I like Pete Thamel a lot. I He's kind of an interesting dude. We've talked a couple of times. But you can't tweet this at 7.51 this morning. When everybody else, including us, and I think we had the, we're the only ones that had the vote first, and then everybody picked up that it was only Arizona State and Washington State. 
But he's tweeting this. This is this is and this is a question I ask. How do you trust anybody anymore, including us? Mm-hmm. Because I think guys like Pete Thamel tweeting shit like that really damage us. And I can confidently say I think we've been nails on this story for you guys. Oregon's president, the Stuart Mandel, right now, 14 minutes ago. Oregon's president says he believes the Big Ten's half share is, quote, more generous than what they would have received in the Pac-12, and they will be full members come the Big Ten's next contract. Wow. So that tells you all you need to know. Again, I just want to point out, we've been on that train for six months. Hey, Oregon and Washington are going to the Big Ten because they are not going to get more out of the Pac-12 deal than they would in the Big Ten. And they're free agents. Again, a huge difference, and I think it needs to be pointed out. Huge difference between the ACC and the Pac-12. All the Pac-12 schools were free agents. So they can do anything they want to do. So why would you enter into a garbage Apple deal, with all due respect to Apple, when you can go to the Big Ten, get your $30 million or $40 million, and be on your way, right? $40 million at least allows you to operate and do some things. Twenty, fifteen, that's not good enough. Not good enough, dude. Come on now. And our sources are telling us that Oregon and Washington will get $40 million apiece. Which I think is a perfectly fine number. That's fine. You're it's coming from you're coming from the Big Twelve. You're buying a Ferrari tomorrow with forty million dollars yeah, each. Pac, right? The Pac twelve deal is just garbage, dude. Man, all right. Let's get your your guys' and comments. Here's, here's real quick. Here's yeah. the picture. Stuart Mandel now tweeting a picture of Buddy on the golf course taking the call, dude. That is a bad look. Now Nicole Arbach is on it too. How Oregon Board of Trustees meeting on the golf course. How are you taking a call with the Big Ten from the golf course? Brutal. Brutal. Uh, and I love golf. I, I shot a 69 today. Pimp's going pimp. How many big putts did I make? A lot. And then the one that would have got me under par? Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that sucked. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Um... Drew Christensen, a member for two months, says the Holy War is back. Indeed, it is. Andrew Streeter for $5. Ute fam quickly shifting from we never, we'd never join your poverty conference to we're going to dominate. Yay, Big 12. It, it is incredible to watch, dude. Truly. Isn't it, though? It, it is. It's wild. It is wild. Troy W., Mr. Gimme a Break is not the best AD in Utah. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Hey, you don't have to like Mark Harlan's demeanor, and a lot of people have kicked him in the balls over that that tweet. You, do you guys remember that where Mark Harlan – and I think we still have we it do. in the it's system. Up at the top of the stack. Mark Harlan um, tweeted, give me a break to Dennis Dodd in March. Big 12 readies to pounce on four-corner school as doubts creep in about Pac-12's viability. Hey, so uh, Arizona, Arizona State, um, Colorado, and Utah, the four corners, are they going – Nah, they're staying. Uh, it turns out they're not. And it should and then, be brought up. And then there's also the John Kurt Street where Mark Harlan said, we're not leaving. Yeah, uh, it turns but, out you are. Look, but in fairness to Mark, he did apologize. He did. He did apologize for those tweets. And and, and I agree. He deserves a crow sandwich on, on those tweets. There's no doubt. You can't, can't tweet like that and then think people are going to forget. No. Right? And people don't forget. And so... Never do they and forget. And so, yeah, sure. It's It's... Mr. You know. Give me a break. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Love you, Troy. Thanks for the two bucks. Uh, Ruben Reyes, a member for four months now. Thank you, Ruben. Will the pack survive in name like the whack did, LOL? Well, no. What did Brit say up here? Um, Brit, 1975 for $5. Major conference dying. How about the Southwest Conference saying hello from beyond the grave? Yeah. Right? The good old Southwest Athletic Conference. You guys remember that? Come on, man. Come on, man. Michael Grubb says bring back the SWC. Uh, Brass Bulls. Did you miss my two other Super Chats? We probably do. We have over 300 Super Chats today. So I apologize, Brass Balls. You are one of my guys. You are one of my favorites. I am sorry that I missed your Super Chat. I am I apologize. I, I am a terrible person. I am no better. Coach, Co- Okay, I have, I have some breaking news. Coach Cox has joined the Tri-Day Trading Program. Really? Yes. Let's go, Coach Cox. Yes, dude. Yes. Yes. Let's go, baby. Yes. Do it. Hell yeah, Coach Cox. So, you guys, um, the the giveaway um, is, and now Brett McMurphy confirming our reports, um, the giveaway is Texas at Baylor, September 23rd. That's next week's ticket giveaway. Yeah. All you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Make your $10 charitable donation. It's a tax write-off. Join the 30-day trial membership. You're entered to win the tickets. Yeah, dude. That's all you got to do. It's pretty simple. Brass Balls, I appreciate you. Dennis Brown gives us a $10 super sticker. Country Roads gives us $10 to say, great job, Monty Show. Looking forward to Utah in the league. They can't keep the villain seat warm till Pitt comes in. <laughs> yeah, they can. Uh, Gary Wolf says, smew, smew. Yep. Uh L Hall for $10. You're the best. Yeah, I am. I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, got my popcorn, peanut butter, M&Ms, and Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade today. Can't wait for K-State to visit BYU in Utah. Lance from Tulsa, you guys absolutely nailed it. Lance, you're a stud. 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 Appreciate you, Lance. Thank you. Uh, the Mike Leach Meteorological Society. Yeah. yeah. What a day. <laughs> Holy... <laughs> Bro, I, two days in a should row. We just, should we just turn the show off now that you were able? So let me get this right. Let me get. I just want to recap today because today's truly been an awesome day, and we haven't even figured out what we're having for dinner yet, right? So, so a we we go out. What what you sixty nine this 69. morning? So sixty nine, right? I shot a seventy nine, right? Pretty good for me. Really good for him. So not only did we do well on the golf course, not only. Did we nail college football realignment to a T today? Now you've rolled out on the program and given tickets away to, to to Texas going to Baylor, and then you were able to say meteorological with no trips. Unreal. Days, I mean, just two even, days, not once, twice. I, it's incredible, dude. I I, I don't Ooh. even know how we can how, how you know I just don't know how we can continue. The MLMS says, "Welcome to the Big Twelve future unconfirmed members." Enjoy the honeymoon phase and get ready for elite intra-conference trash talk. Also, Stan won Rose in the college football playoff era, yeah? Stanford's a good program. Jake says they suck. I say they're good. Uh, Neb 11 a 2 34 KMG365 gives us $5. Could Boise State, San Diego State, Oregon State, and Washington State potentially be later adds to the Big 12? No. No. I just it, Why would you? I think the Big 12 loves 16. As, as I would agree, they should be at 16. The problem with going to 18 or 20 is how do you schedule that? Well, look, I, I think 
The outlook right now, in my opinion, in college football for these conferences is five years from now. You're, you're looking at the ACC, and I don't care how bad FSU wants to break that grant of rights. You're not breaking Man. that grant of rights. There's one way out, and it's $120 million. If they do that, great. I'm sorry. I thought but, you said $120, yeah, 120 million. million. I, I, with all due respect to $34 million in Wales' vagina, <laughs> Buddy out here in the East Coast has to pay $120 million. $120 so, million. So if you're Tony Petiti, Brett Yormark, Mr. Sankey in the SEC, you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, right? We got to make sure we have bandwidth and availability to add teams out of the or out of the ACC when that grant of rights inevitably falls apart when it's over. Because that's going to fall apart when it's over. Oh. You can you can bet your ass on that. Dude. So we are moving to a big three of Power Five. Of, we're moving to Power Three teams, right? The ACC is still alive, but that conference is going to dissolve, in my opinion, when that grant of rights is done. So why wouldn't they add? San Diego State, and the rest of the group because they're not adding G5s. They're adding P5s. That's the business. I think if if you're San Diego State, today was a very dark day in your future because you're not a P5 program. And today is the day that your P5 dreams died. The only way that San Diego State was ever going to be a P5 is if the uh, Pac-12 survived, and it clearly did not. And San Diego State, you did it to yourself. Yeah. You did it to yourself, and I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. And again, I promise you, Monday, I will send another, another request one. to have J.D. Wicker join this show for a real conversation about it. Because I think J.D. Wicker and Adela Della Torre have a lot of explaining to do, and nobody will ask them to, to account for themselves. Well, nobody will ask, and, and they don't want to answer. They're uh, respectfully... And again, it is respectfully, they're flying under the radar. Notice you haven't heard word one from San Diego State. And I don't generally talk about our sources at all, but we have had people from almost every university in the Pac-12 call us. We have had people from boards of regions, from, and almost all of them say, because you guys have done a good job with this story, I'm calling you to say X, Y, Z. Do you understand that San Diego State has roundly said, no, never. We're not coming on the show. No, no, no. Hey, you guys are here for the softball super regional. Can we get five minutes? Just a conversation off the record? No. San Diego State doesn't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. And I understand it. You're embarrassed. You humiliated yourself. But, bro, you did this to yourself. You did this to, to yourself. Yeah. And you are going to have to find a way to fix it. Because I don't see San Diego State getting into a P5. Yeah. Because who's that P5 now? The Pac-12 is dead, dude. It's over in the Pac-12. It's over. You've lost Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Colorado, Stanford, or excuse me, Oregon, and Washington. You've got three members left in the conference. Now what? Now what? Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't view Stanford. I I just don't know what Stanford does. But you've got Oregon State, Washington State, and Cal just sitting here now. Now what? Now what? I, I do, you're not a conference anymore. And in my opinion, you add those three teams. And hell, throw in Stanford. You add those four teams to the Mountain West. You're not a P5 conference. You're just not. You're the best G5. You are by far the best G5. But 
This goes back to who's paying for all of this. Yeah. I'm telling you, grantor rights are going away. They have to. They're going away. Uh, Lobo Blast 1. Cal and Stanford can't survive Indy long-term. No, they can't. In an expanded 12-team college football playoff era, only Notre Dame plus service academies. It's Mountain West. Yeah, I agree. I just The scheduling thing, because now that you're going to have 18 and 16-team conferences, you're going to have to play 10 conference games. Yes. There's no getting around that anymore. Yep. That Nick Saban, who's a better man than you are, is exactly right. Hey, let's do it. Let's play 10 games. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. You're a badass. You're the best of the best. Okay, let's play 10 games. Wrong time. Put it on the table and let's measure. Yep. 10 games in the conference and a conference championship game. Yep. That tells me who the best is. Yep. So even if you're Notre Dame, and this is my conspiracy theory, you're Notre Dame. Who's going to schedule Notre Dame? I don't know either. By the way, I would remind you, Stanford's on their schedule every single year. I think that the college football playoff in the top 25 is a bit of a gimmick because what it should be is 10 conference games in every single conference. Yes. And the winner of those conferences comes out. And if you go down to three conferences, like in when the ACC grant of rights blows up inevitably, when we have the power three, those three conferences will send two teams, right? The yeah. top the top two teams go to the playoff. That's what it should be. Because if you're going to be in a Power 5 conference, all due respect, Stanford and Cal, you need to contribute on the football field. So you do. that's what it should be. It shouldn't be a bunch of dudes sitting around a table voting on resumes. It should be decided on the football field. I agree, and I, I just think it's very difficult... It is very difficult, in my opinion, as an independent to schedule. Tom Homo should be like the dude of the year forever. Yep. The dude of, forever. Because it's incredibly difficult to schedule as an independent. But, hey, man, Stanford, you want to do you, do you. Yeah. Don't say we didn't warn you. Um, let's see. Car Wash Channel for $2. This just in Utah applied for Big 12 membership. Thank you. Reports say, thank you. Do you watch, hey. that? But that was at 347. Guys, we have hundreds oh, okay. of comments, and I really appreciate everybody who's commented. We have over, you know, frankly, we have over, I think it's 10,000 comments today. We have over 10,000 comments today. Damn. You guys. Love you guys. I, I really do. Please, if you're here, we've had 21,000 views on the show today. Please hit the like button. We're only at 1,400 likes. Can we get to, we've got 2,600. Can we get to 2,000 likes before the show's over? Can we do that, please? Um, and by the way, subscriber-wise, because I see some people asking, we're at 22,238. Wow, nice job. So great job. Damn. We appreciate you guys. And if you are not subscribed, please consider it. Let me run through our uh, comments today. Rick G's a new member of the show. Ricky, uh, good to see you. Uh, Rick's a, he's a thank you, thank member you. of the show. Okay, let's go. The I playlist. Any shot Utah doesn't get voted in. Also, Shear says full share for Utah. Could that be true? Absolutely. Apt I I don't know how you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh Chris Kohler, where is the Monty Show merch? I need a hat. Let's go. I need to get merch done. Somebody DM me and I I meant to get out. Yeah. We're trying to figure it out. We're, we're trying to figure it out. What kind of merch? Okay, you want a hat, he said. He said a hat. Yeah, I a lot of people have asked me for hoodies. Mm. 
Hoodies and hats are two big things. I will absolutely try my best to get hoodies. Yeah. It's just a thing, you know. <laughs> you know, we'll get I promise you we'll get merch. Never. Probably not. But we're gonna make it well, it what it'll wind up. I'll be honest with you guys. It's I'll, not I'll, easy dude, for it's us not to easy, do it. It's not easy to do. It's kind of a pain in our ass. Um the problem is that that without setting up like a merch store and having a whole like logistic thing behind it, like it ends up just being merch drops, which ultimately winds up being us packaging it all and sending it to you. It, it's a it's a lot of it's time arduous. inside of a day where we're already kind of packed through the gills. So we will try to get merch done. And it's expensive to have somebody else do it. So yeah, we will try. A lot of people have asked us for sweatshirts and we are working on it. I promise yeah. you. Um, Mark Berman gives us $5. Stanford and Cal to the ACC as football only members. Is this possible? Mm, I just don't know why you would. And, why and would by you? the way, I, I think you'd have to get stipend for travel, dude. You would. Like, that's so much. They could each play seven ACC games plus Notre Dame annually. You could, but I just think it's so expensive. Yeah. Well done over the past year, guys. Never felt better as a Duck fan. I have switched to your show over Canzano. Thank you, Roger. Oh, I appreciate you, dude. Thank that's you, man. That's a huge shout out. Thank Look you. at all the new members. Ken, uh... Ken Maynard, a new member. Thank you. ECU Pirates. Let's go. Raptor88, a new member of the show. Thank you. Zesty's Retro and Games. Thanks, guys. How about Kansas uh, versus Arizona basketball? Oh, my Let's word, go. Dude. My word. Can you imagine? Let's Can you go. imagine? Oh, man. Tucson and Lawrence. Let's go. Rick G for $2. Thank you very much, sir. The I playlist, it's done. The Monty Show is the show. Great work and congrats, guys. Full pullout. Hiscock. 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 I am not Full proud. Pullout. I am not proud. I am not proud to say that we did have that conversation yesterday. I know, reset. You know. Uh, Rick G, which is a better football conference now, the Big 12 or the ACC? Oh, come on. Oh, the Big 12. I don't the even think 12. it's all that close. The dude. Big 12. Jim yeah. Tudor, since he got left out last time, glad we got in in 23. Me too. you damn right. I think the Big 12, the four new additions. On to Cincinnati. In addition to the four new additions. On to Cincinnati. Uh, spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Hero 75 for $5. Must have missed my chat. I would pay for a recording to watch everyone's reaction when Crow started talking and Oregon interrupted the meeting. Dude. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I still am. I, I still find myself thinking about, <laughs> dude, like they're going over the projected revenue disbursements to the schools and Oregon, of course, is getting the biggest share and everything's kind of going to procedure. And Oregon just rolls up and is like, hey, everybody, we're going to the Big Ten. Here's the bird. Like, it's incredible. Dude, how crazy is the Buckeye duck picture? Oh, yeah, now? dude. Yep. Like, Brutus that was not coincidental. It. No, it's that not. That was not coincidental. Nope. You, they, at that point, you knew. Big Bad Brass Balls uh, for $5. Apology accepted. You're awesome. I would I would have just wasted $20 on something stupid. Dude, I'm really sorry. I am really sorry. My Wait, birth, what, what, my birthday is tomorrow. Oh, Just say go. happy birthday, and I'm happy. Let's go. Let's go. What, what are we apologizing for? What did I we miss? We missed here? his super chats earlier. Oh my bad, you guys, dude. Yeah, it's sorry, in bro. The, I am really sorry. You know, and I will promise you this: big bad brass balls for your birthday. We'll give you nothing. We'll give you. I, I have it waiting for you. Absolutely nothing. I'm gonna do that. Or a sweatshirt when they come out for free. We'll make it good. Gator MF show is good. Lost sound effects. Please, please not needed. Lose the sound effects. They. 
Gator F, Gator MF says your sound effects suck. Yeah, well, take your ass back to Florida. <laughs> take your ass back to Florida. Win something. They beat Utah last year. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about that this year. I'm not a Utah fan, so. Dude, how happy are Ute fans? Oh. Um, has anybody done like a wellness check on Canzano today? Let's see what Buddy's been tweeting. What is about. he gonna do now? Yeah, what? what like, is... what does John Canzano do? He's like, oh, I knew this was happening the whole time. Told ya, told ya. Like, I don't know what he does because his whole life. Dude has balls. Let me just say this: He tweeted 17 minutes ago. He does a radio show. He put the phone number on Twitter. Your phone calls are welcome. Ugh. When talking about realignment, you have balls, sir. He has been wrong on absolutely everything. The grantor rights is done. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 513 Art Dog for $2. Louisville, Virginia, Duke, and UNC future Big 12 basketball. No chance. I'd love to see it. I'm a huge Carolina basketball fan. I'd love to see it, but I think UNC is headed to the Big 10. And I got to think UNC and Duke are, are tied at the hip. Uh, if the ACC melts down, and I'm not convinced it will anytime soon, I got to think Duke and Carolina go to the Big Ten. That's just me. Nuke for $2. Did you hear the Pac-12 is relaunching on OnlyFans? I did hear that. I, their new TV deal is Mia Khalifa on OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> damn, he, he left us another super chat. Come on, dude. The Mike Leach Meteorological Society. Yeah! Let's go! Let's three go. for three! Boom! My wife Can't would be my so guy proud down. of me. My wife would be so proud of me. I'm so bricked up right now. Crow and GK need to learn that time kills all deals. Yes, it does. But wait, I thought, George, I thought as time goes on, the deals just keep getting better, dude. It turns out that was a lie. Should we just do, should we roll out a show next week titled George Klyovkov Infamous Quotes? Oh, my God. Come on, dude. Uh, Kenneth Maynard, live in North Carolina, and it's inevitable the UNC, NC State will be in the SEC together. Tied politically, ESPN will not give up this growing market. No chance. Nah. I agree. Totally agree. Gary Wolf for $5. Say what you want about Bob Bowlesby, but he, he, his adding of UCF, Cincy, Houston, BYU was critical to the Big 12 still being here today. Oh, there's no doubt. Agreed. And Bob Bowlesby, we've said this on the show, Bob yeah. Bowlesby does not get enough credit. He does not. Everybody gives BY the credit, and he deserves everything Brett Yormark's done over the last 12 months, spectacular. But Bob Bowlesby saved this conference. And his – Bob Bowlesby has a very strong uh, DGAF about what everybody else thinks. Yeah. Adding BYU was not a popular opinion – uh, amongst the hat and cattle crowd. I don't give a big he, And he didn't. He didn't. And I give Bob Bowlesby a lot of credit. There's yeah. a lot of things he did wrong, but this was not one of them. Jackson Telford for $3. Keep the sound effects. Thoughts on Pac joins Mountain West Conference. I think that's an absolute. I just think, I, I just don't know. I, I agree with the concept that Stanford and Cal in the Mountain West is, is awkward. uncomfortable, awkward, not a great fit. I, I agree with that, but... I don't know where else you're going to go because the Big 12 and the Big Don Big 10 are done. Those two are done expanding right now. The, you're not a fit in the SEC and certainly not a fit in the ACC, so Independence or the Mountain West. I mean, that, that's ultimately what you're left with. And and and, and to me, Stanford and Cal going independent is not an option. I, I just don't see how it's that not. works, dude. It's it's really not. It's so, absolutely So, yeah, the Mountain not. West and the Pac-4 are, you know, uh, need to find a home. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jackson. I, I think yeah, that's Oregon the truth State of it. got piped, no doubt. Uh, Justin C for five dollars. Thank you, sir. Justin Games. Who's Jake's team? I know Monty likes Notre Dame. Notre Lame. Wow, he got you, bro. Dude. <laughs> you know that God's a Notre Dame fan. You're risking hell here. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite football? Don't, don't he, what you're going to say, Alabama? No, I don't really have a team. I, I I really don't. Like I didn't grow up loving college football, but because of the showgram, I've had to get educated and have opinions on it. So you know, I mean, Notre, you're a jerk. You know what I would say Justin. about college football? I appreciate this question. I would say for me. Yeah, man, Titeo's girlfriend is still dead. That's what I'd well, say for me. Well, that's very true, yes. Um, but, no, I just appreciate great matchups in college football. And, and when I say great matchups, there's nothing that I love more, even considering the NFL. There's nothing I love more than, you know, Alabama and LSU in the swamp for and I am a, a closet. Spot. I am a closet Alabama fan. I, I don't have any I mean, trouble I seeing enjoy that. Watch, I enjoy Look, I enjoy quality college football. Alabama plays quality you football. You are a big college matchup guy yeah you are a big college we've talked about going to big games this year like yeah. traveling yeah and i mean if i mean there's nothing better than you know a big texas game texas texas tech this year like if if you're yeah like if you're a, a tech fan there's no denying that going to dkr for a texas game is fun even if you're not a texas fan it's yeah. fun no, you know like utah sc this year yeah, you know, like it, there's yeah. there's nothing like it. But know? I don't have one team per se. I didn't. I, that wasn't really how I grew up, or really what my thing was. Notre Dame Stadium, you know. Yeah, you know. Touchdown, touchdown, demon. Dave's in know. opposition. Uh, Cowboy Country. Is there any way you can buy a cougar tail at a regular store and not Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Please have BYU bring some during road games. <laughs> cougar tails are amazing. Yeah, dude, they're like ten foot long donuts. They are terrible for you. Uh, brass balls. I came for uh, sparkling combo and stayed for sound ef- sound effects. Yeah, I. It, yeah, I. Yeah. Ooh, new member, Erica oh. Cattle. Co- oh, wait, 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 dude. Erica Cottle. All Erica, all cattle. All Erica, no coddle. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Grim. Welcome to the show, Mike Rayner. You all missed my super chat. Guess I need to move on. I missed your dude. Dude, you're, you're casual today, dude. Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. Why do you hate me? Yeah. We're now over 300 of them. Jo- uh, Joseph Melendez for $5. So I guess that means that next week you're not giving away tickets to the All Hat No Cattle Classic between SMU and North Texas. We considered it, but it was sold out. You know, all the Texas oilmen that support SMU sell it. Yeah. Their games are they're sold out. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Because they dominate the AAC every year. They, well, you know, you know, and they're now that they're getting into the the, the pack three, like it's going to be great. Know, $70 million entry fee. Yeah. Now Ra- they definitely have the biggest collective. Radio I mean. Wizard in the North. Justin C for $5. How about Colorado AD Rick George, AD of the year in college football after getting the buffs a spot in Coach Prime? Dude, complete and utter savage. Dude, the way he walked out of Pac-12 football media day. Savage. Was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I think, and this is just my opinion, the only thing more amazing is the marinara meatball at Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show, encourages you to download the Papa Murphy's Pizza app. 
Uh, order your calzones, order your take and bake pizzas this weekend. You're never going to beat it. And the marinara meatball top notch as well. Uh, uh, Papa Murphy's pizza, the official pizza of the Monty show. Let me read some non paid comments. Cause you guys are amazing. Although Patrick Roybal gives us $5 to say the true positive is for all of us. Basketball fans 15 years ago, almost impossible to see regular season byproduct, uh, BY byproduct. We get to see nearly all regular season basketball. True. Facts. Truth. Cack. Uh, no Oregon State. Let them enjoy the Mountain West to their easy travel schedule. Well, Sorry, buddy's name is Cack. Cack. Uh, true. True. Construction work. Dude, where are the TCU fans? Yeah. Hey, Horn Frogs. Uh, Pete W., someone take Kanzano's shoelaces away. Dude. <laughs> Waves in opposition. Ron Loney. Well, at least Cal and Stanford cut travel costs. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I truly wonder what they do, man. Yeah. Uh, T-Duck, here comes the Autzen expansion, state-of-the-art, all paid in cash from Phil. Well, you better now. Not even lying, bro. You better now, right? Uh, Joseph Luarez gives us $5. Thank you. Justin Games for two bucks. Just kidding, Monty. Hope they get invited to the SEC one day. Notre Dame or the Big Ten. And then straight to your mom's house. Uh, Kip Bennett. Hi, Kip. Phil only has a few years left, and the Duckies did not win anything. They better. They better, man. Uh, Joseph says there are four R1 research institutions in the Mountain West. New Mexico, uh, UNR, CSU, USU, plus Air Force Academy. There are still good academics in the Mountain West. Yeah. Uh, Tanner T., we need to call Kenzano. You guys should. <laughs> you should. Tell him we said hello. Uh, Monkey Muscle. Is Monty a Big 12 channel now? Not really. Nah. We're a college football, NFL. NBA. NBA. We talk about everything. This is just been the I, I story. I am low-key excited that this kind of con finally got some finality. Jesus. Yeah, no kidding. Tanner, hello, Tanner. Remember Jakey's conspiracy theory about why Prime didn't show up at Pac-12 Media Days? The simplest answer was obvious. Prime had blood clots, which can kill you. Right. Yeah, and he doesn't give a shit about the Pac-12. That's what I'm saying, dude. Day out. Yeah. Well, and he had surgery that day. Yeah, I don't care, dude. Well, there's life flight. Dude, dude. It's Louie. How come they couldn't life flight him out there? If you're going to be that guy in the media, just come out and say, yeah, didn't need to go to media day because we're not in the conference. <laughs> Stop. Could have been that easy, bro. Stop. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Just do it for me. RB, how is Utah going to do in recruiting now? Massive. Outstanding. Massive step up. Massive. Realignment says, what What will the Pack 4 and the Mountain West combo be called? Your mom's house. I wonder how long it <laughs> takes to, to get an announcement. I wonder what. A week. A week. I think that's it. Yeah. Got to do something. It. Nick M. Uh, it would be epic if Monty or Jake called the Clownzano show and actually dude, got we're through. we're not, not calling John's show and trolling him. Not we're not doing, doing that, dude. He's we're not already that show. in enough pain, you guys. Yeah, we're not doing that, bro. You know, he's, he's in enough pain. Mike Smith, how are you? Breaking news, record-breaking number of Utah fans applying for CDLs so they can go to Truck Stop Conference. Truck, truck Stop. AM, PM, or Maverick? Mm. Maverick. Maverick or Holiday? Maverick. Maverick because they have pellet ice. And they have better hot food when you want it. Uh, truth. Troy Hester. Kenzano? Never heard of her. Exactly. Ron Nolan? Thanks, guys. Splains everything. Yeah. Valorian Angel. Vorlon Angel. Did George Klyovkov lose five schools in one day? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. 
Yeah, I did. Uh, CKS, my opinion, Colorado jumped early in fear they would get left behind with no life raft. Jumped while the jumping was good, probably. You made the proper decision at the proper time. Nailed it. And they don't they don't care what you think. No, they don't. Or what do anybody not, else dude. thinks. Nope. Uh, what do you guys see for Wazoo in uh, Oregon State's future? Mountain West. Mountain West. That's the, your only option. The new Mountain West. Yeah. You know. And I think I, I truly hope. believe that Gloria should be in control of that, man. Hey, here we go I'm again. Three for three. Yeah. The Mike Leach Meteorological Society. Yeah! Four Let's for four. Let's go. For five dollars. It's actually not that easy, but for me it was easy. Lived in Austin for 17 years, and Tech UT will be missed. Fun to hear about their spiritual natty in 0809. Gideon <laughs> Colt got hurt. Gideon dropped pick. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Well, hey man, I think this is the year, dude. That Texas, if Texas Better don't be. do it now. John Herb gives us $5. Nice fedora. Justin Games, Big Network is already tweeting about UO and UW, wouldn't you? Are what a really? huge ad. I what mean, a I'm huge not surprised, ad. I guess. Brandon Butler, my dude, what's up? Kanzano is going to be asking to do, uh, do you want fries with that a lot soon? I, don't, I just don't know. How does anybody take him seriously? How does anybody take him seriously? Yeah. You know, I, I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I, I've told you, John Canzano is a guy that I respected for a lot of years, but this last 12 months, the guy has just gutted his credibility. He's had He's been wrong on everything. Grant to rights is done, bro. Not done. SMU is going to pay $70 million. No, they're not. No, no, they're not. No, don't think so. Like, how do you take them seriously? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. I, I, tr I truly don't. Yeah. And I don't know the guy. It's not personal. But, man, what a jack wagon that guy's turned into. Yep. And their podcast, how do you have a Wilner Canzano podcast anymore? Just end the fucking thing. No, you're, you're like you have no Nobody credibility. Nobody cares. No Nobody credibility. Nobody cares, dude. None. Uh, Mike Smith, Jake's favorite team is Moab back to fronts. <laughs> wow. That's offensive. <laughs> the virgins. Um, Jeremy Callahan. What's up, Jeremy? Pac-12, time to call UC Irvine, UC Santa Barbara, UC Berkeley, and UC Davis. Tim Walker, your mom goes to college. I've heard that. I've heard that. You know, it is what it is. Uh, the only right-wing duck fan <laughs> member of the program. Love the, uh, love the pick. Now, I saw Phil at Safeway in a small town, Oregon. Looks tip-top shape. I hope so. Hope he still puts his feet up on the desk with no socks or shoes. Yes, yes, yes. You own the fucking thing. You should be able to. RB, how is Utah going to do in recruiting now? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Steve Stepeni, Stepanak, step and step and repeat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kansas state is going to Israel for a basketball tournament. Long ago. Sorry. Do, am I seeing this correctly that we just got a hundred dollar super sticker? Stop. That can't be true. Did we boss frog? Look at boss frog. hundred bucks. Someone asked where the TCU fans are. Enjoy fellas. You've been oh, the brother. Most that's 200 bucks. That's $200. Dude. Stop. You're amazing. Boss Frog. Boss Frog also gets a free sweatshirt if we ever get him. I appreciate you, Doc. Uh, enjoy, fellas. You've been the most accurate non-point with the reporting on this. Thank you, Boss Frog. Appreciate you, dude. You support Seriously, our show incredibly. I really appreciate you, dude. Really appreciate you. Um, Tom Dean. George Klyovkov says, guys, guys, guys. Guys, 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 guys. I finally got a media deal. Hey, guys. Hey, where'd everyone go? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Where'd everyone go? Yeah, you know. How did you screw this up? Yeah, it's... I just don't keep saying that. Maury Alvarez, my guy, what's up? 
I mean, the Mountain West has a lot of educational institutions. Cal, Stanford, and Washington State in addition to the ones they have now, yeah? Yeah, no doubt. Tanner T., Brett McMurphy just reported that Oregon and Washington are officially in the Big Ten. Let's go. There you go. Let's go. Arizona Sun Salad. Monty, let's cheer it, uh, let's, let cheer at golf. Hit it in the water. <laughs> Dude, the golf game today was the worst and the best. So... We intentionally did not practice or play this week. We needed a few days to decompress. The clubs were not kind to me last weekend. This morning, we go to the range. We had an 8.20 tee time. Go to the range, hit the irons, hit the drivers, boom, 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 like knocking them out of the park. Get to the first tee. Jake hits a soaring, lofting wedge right onto the green. Mm -hmm. I step up and shanked a 52-degree wedge about 30 feet left. Damn. Shanked a 60 degree about 10 feet in front of me into a creek. Played the par three first hole, triple bogey, three over. Damn. Played the par three second hole par. So I was nine, three over nine through two holes. And then from there, just proceeded to knock that thing down. Like shot a 69 today. And was even par on the back nine. Never been even par. And you know what made a difference? I pulled out the hybrid off the tee. And then on the ninth, on the 18th, essentially, I hit a hybrid, what, 175 yards? At least. Hit a really nice chip, missed the putt that would have put me one under for the round. Yeah. For the nine, for the back nine. Did you see this? Not to go sideways here. Did you see this update on Domingo Herman? what actually happened? The Yankee pitcher, Domingo yeah. Human, who checked himself in the alcohol rehab. No, what happened? Quick story on this. So Domingo Herman, alcohol issues. This is a story on Joe Rendazzo's Twitter. Mm-hmm. The next afternoon, Herman arrived at the ballpark and appeared intoxicated, according to multiple people who interacted with him. Oh, wow. He entered the clubhouse and argued with teammates. He flipped at least one couch while teammates and staff tried to get him to calm down. During the outburst, her mom verbally lashed out at Aaron Boone along with others. Boone declined to comment on the uh, interactions with her mom on Tuesday. The team, and this is where it gets interesting, the team, in an effort to get her mom to contain the situation, briefly sent him into a sauna in an attempt to sweat out the alcohol. Eventually, her mom was held in the team's nap room while his teammates prepared for the game. Wow. Team security was stationed outside of the room while her mom recuperated. It's unclear when Herman left the ballpark, but the Yankees worked with the MLBPA to get assistance from that evening. That's why you're not playing for the Yankees the rest of the year. That's why. Domingo Herman, the pitcher for the Yankees, checked himself voluntarily into alcohol rehabilitation yesterday. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. Brutal. Pete W. broke Pack Mountain. Thank you. Uh, James Irvin, thanks for letting me know you're a pro sports show. Can't stand pro sports. The root of all evil. Now eh, we kind of mix things in. You'll be fine. Um, Clutch says Big 12 wanted Colorado back for good weed as well. I mean, I can only imagine. Right. Weed is legal in Colorado, you know. Uh, RB says Maverick. I love Maverick. Pellet Ice. My guy, Renee Roca, what's up? Prime told his blood clots. He ain't worried about blood clots. CU has games in front of them to win. F the Oregon coach. He doesn't want to know his <laughs> name, bro. Did you guys see this today? You want to know why I love Deion Sanders so much? This is it right here. Dan Lanning last week 
when he was asked what his thoughts on Colorado leaving the Pac-12, Dan Lanning essentially said, I don't care. What does it matter? They don't win games. When's a big game that they won? What did they do for us? Uh, here's Deion Sanders today. Coach Joe Rico, my last sports radio final word. Can you talk a little bit about you know where Colorado is headed as far as this kind of craziness going on with college football? What craziness are you talking about? Well, just different teams moving. Man, I don't care nothing about no different teams moving. Up. We trying to win, man. I don't okay. care what we play. Okay. I don't. I don't care what conference, who we're playing against. We're trying to win. All this is about money. You know that. It's about a bag. Everybody's chasing a the bag. Then you get mad at the players when they chase it. How's that? How does how do the grown-ups get mad at the players when they chase it when the colleges are chasing? It? Yeah, that's true. I, I, I know. Yeah, I know that's true. Couple couple more teams moving today. Rumor. I mean, it's just yeah, crazy. yeah. Same teams are talking about us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Love it, dude. Love it. All right, a couple more, and then we got to get out of here. Josh McClellan, the new college football playoffs going to be interesting with the P4 and 2G5 conference winners. Mountain West, you're on the clock. I agree. How the, How's this all affect um, UM versus uh, Michigan, Ohio State? I don't think it affects it at all. No, I don't think it affects it at all. I, I think Only that, makes it better. Yeah, I think that Michigan, more than Ohio State, has got some problems now that Oregon and Washington and USC are in the conference. The last comment of the day. At least Jake's hitting something because we know he's not hitting anything else. Yeah! Woo! Let's go, baby! You guys. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates. Best injury attorney in the business, man. Theadvocates.com. Known those guys for over 20 years. Don't hesitate. They're the best in the business. Be careful out there, dudes. Have a great weekend. You're getting an accident? Theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free because you never pay the advocates out of pocket. In fact, you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. You guys are unbelievable. What a week. One of the biggest weeks in the history of the show, Brent. Please hit the like button. If you have not already, there's 2,000 people here. If you haven't hit the like button, do it now. Subscribe to the show. Thank you all. 400 people who added subscriptions to the show today. Let's go, baby. You guys are amazing. Have an amazing weekend. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.